few other articles. From my perspective, uh, Adam Boyce calls me into his office. He's the CEO. Uh, not his office, but into a meeting room because he was visiting the Florida office. And he's like, Adam, what do you think of this? Wrestling Battle Royale. Wouldn't that be hilarious? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation. I didn't realize we were making it. I thought he was asking me if that would be funny. everybody welcome to a very very special tuesday show and uh we are going to be talking all about the upcoming in fact we are bringing you exclusive information about rumble verse the new game coming out from the studio created by Adam Keats Hart. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, I'm joined no, here by <laughs> I'm I'm here with Ultra David and Too Aware. How are you guys doing? I'm doing so well, James. I've been morbid ever since Sunday night. Oh, I mean, I guess God. I was morbid before that too, but I'm more hardcore. You're morbid hard. Yeah, I'm more big time Sunday night. And now that I have morbed, I gotta tell you, it's not that great. Thanks, guys, for the oh. show. <laughs> Uh, that's it right there. That's all the information that we're going to get about Rumblevert. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, here we go. Personally, I think that meme is just done to death, and I can't stand it yeah, anymore. It's, it's At done. which point, I began to find it funny. Anyway, no, what's going on? It actually got, got that meme got killed by Jared Leto, Jared Leto himself. If he was in on it, it's over. It's he actually killed the Well, you know what? Not a joke. The fact that the re-release of that movie only made 85k. <laughs> In a thousand theaters, it made eighty-five dollars. Like eighty-three bucks per theater that it was in, or something like that. Incredible! Well done, well done, memers. You did your job. You're definitely not supposed to go see it, dude. You the best, it. you the all best, nailed it. The best response that I saw on Twitter was someone saying, "God, you guys are so stupid. We didn't want you guys to re-release the movie. We want you to make the TV show. That's what we wanted to see." <laughs> God, oh, no, man. Please, All right, no, well, no. I regret bringing this up. We're going to be talking oh. with <laughs> Adam Hart, a.k.a. Keats, about Rumbleverse, a game that he has been working on for quite some time at this point. And after that, uh, later on, we're going to be talking about Street Fighter Six. After that, we're going to have an announcement about the Tuesday show, so please stick around until the end uh, so that we can talk with you guys about that. But let's begin by starting out with the interview. Not something we usually do, but we're, gonna just, we're just going to get in there. We're just going to ram right into in. there right away. Right away. We're right. just going to directly throw the Hadoken of Bats directly at it. And we're going to get involved. Right I think they called it a Bat-Doken. A Bat-Doken. Yeah, bat he screamed it. He went, Bat-Doken! He sure did. No, it was this very is good. Yeah. Adam Keats Hart Hi. coming onto the program. Wait, are you here, bringing away what's happening, James? James? What's that? What what screen are we looking at right now? You, you're just, Good one. Don't worry about the, it. The, the one with Adam on it. Trust me. I have no idea what's going on right now. You need to have faith. Dude, it's, it all it's, worked it's, out. It's all good. We are all right. here at the right there we screen. Go. I see Adam now. <laughs> okay, to begin again. Hey, what's up? Adam Keats Hart joining us to talk about Rumbleverse tonight. We have yes, a whole hello. interview that we'll be doing with you about things that you have not been able to talk about in public in the past until right now. 
That's right. Yeah, I've uh, uh, been working on this game for like three and a half or four years. Um, the the very first design documents that went to paper uh, have have my handwriting on them. Uh, keyboard handwriting, whatever. You hand wrote them. Okay, all right. You're not a <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's, it's been it's been a really long road to get here, and uh, you know, we announced the game at the Game Awards in December, and I was just like amped through the roof. Finally, going to start talking about this thing. And uh, then we had a little delay, but now we're here and we're, we're kind of on the road to launch. We're, we're definitely aiming to launch this year. So I'm really excited to talk more about it. And uh, this is a game that I have played for over a thousand hours <laughs> and I, I have a really hard time putting it down. Even after all this time, I cannot get enough of it. And I want to share that with all of you. His own game. Who would have thunk it? It's well, so fun, dude. I mean, let me ask you this question, though. I mean, uh, look, sure. obviously people know you were, you know, you, you created Dive Kick, for example, right? You've been Guilty. making a lot of uh, games out there. You're the main combat designer for <clears throat> Killer Instinct after you guys took it over. Uh, how much of Rumbleverse is your baby? Rumbleverse is the baby of a huge team. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of people have touched this thing. Every everyone's uh, uh, touch has made it better and and more unique and and more interesting. So uh, while I do consider every game that I work on and release like my baby, this is so many people's baby. So uh, I want to make sure it's very clear that like we didn't get to where we were without a monumental effort of over a hundred people. Okay. Uh, this game is is definitely AAA in size, and uh, you know it's the first thing I've worked on that's this big. And it's been uh, it's been quite a journey just to even learn to manage a team this big, honestly. Okay. And what's your role there on this? Uh, I'm I'm lead designer. All right. Well, uh, just for those uninitiated, uninitiated, tell us about Rumble. What's your pitch of Rumbleverse? You have been played over a thousand sure. hours. Yes. What is how, what? How would you describe the game to the people out there who want to learn all about Rumbleverse? Sure. Yeah. Rumbleverse is a 40 player free to play brawler royale where you're going to launch out of a cannon and to Grapital City, the home of the Rumble, where every person born into this world has one sole desire to become a champion. And uh, anyone can become a champion. You'll see walking down the streets of Grapital City, you know, dudes in hockey outfits fighting mailmen and all kinds of stuff right uh it's just it's just kind of a wild wacky world that celebrates uh combat sports sports video games uh, you know just a host of everything everyone on the dev team loves is all kind of like but it's right here together uh in this in this big beautiful colorful thing that is just going to make you laugh every time you play it it's it doesn't take itself seriously at all you could take it seriously, but it's really hard not to. I, I take it seriously. It's really hard not to die laughing when you see some of the stuff that happens in this game. It's <laughs> it's it's super wild. We're going to be talking all about the origin. We're going to talk about like how to sort of how you view it and player options. We'll talk about a bunch of like informational stuff too, cool. um, and also like competitive stuff, esports maybe, et cetera, cosmetics. But uh, just right at the start, I think it'd be good if we got some sort of just basics out of the way. Uh, what sure. platforms will the game and the upcoming test be on, and when will that test happen? Yeah, the test is this Saturday. It's going to be uh, from noon central till noon central the next day, so 24 hours. You'll be able to play that on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and uh, Epic Game Store on PC. So all five platforms, full cross-play, you'll be able to oh, uh, beat up everybody nice. on all the platforms. And how long is that last June 11th, just to confirm, yeah. June 11th. Yeah, June 11th this Saturday, uh, and that's 24 hours 
and I'm going to try to stay awake the whole time, but I'm very old <laughs> now, so man. wish me luck. Good luck, old man. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. So. It's going to be a tough one. I'm going to try, though. I really want to. Now, I want to watch all the streams. Is this is this different than the previous? Because the previous beta that was out there, uh, is this a public beta that's coming up this, or was it also? Yeah, there's no, absolutely, there's no requirements to get in this. Anyone who wants to play can download it and play. The, the last one we did was a two-hour stress test. The whole point of that one was like, hey, clog the servers, let's see if we can break them and, and learn something <laughs> right. so we can fix them uh this one is a bit longer because the purpose of this one is actually a multi-platform test what we're what we're looking at here is the multi-platform matchmaking and a bunch of the other things that are going on under the hood that are going to be extremely unexciting to people but <laughs> it gives you a long period to play the game while we get the data that we need <laughs> to make sure that launch can be as smooth as possible welcome to game dev right yes Everything seems <laughs> yeah. exciting for everybody else but you're tweaking yeah. the pixels <laughs> it's, it's really be- important stuff though is it going to be solo play? Will there be yeah, duos? Where, where are the duos? <laughs> Will there be trios? Will there be quadros? What about quintos? Huh? Huh? Okay, huh? you're getting out of control, Davey. Uh, <laughs> this, this test will be solos only again. Uh, there is a duo mode uh, coming. Mm. I can confirm that. Uh, I can't tell you when it's coming, but it is coming. Uh, beyond that, TBD. We'll, we'll see what the future holds. We're definitely listening to the fans, and um, you know, if you guys end up playing the duo mode when we launch that, and you love it, and you want more, we'll we'll figure it out for you. You mentioned before that it is free to play. Are there going to be microtransactions involved? Yeah, we've got a battle pass, so you can earn cosmetics. Uh, there's a free track on that, and there's also a paid track on that. Yeah, there's uh, a rotating store, so you'll be able to go into the shop every few days and see all kinds of outfits and emotes. Uh, one of the coolest things about the game is that like you can you can buy a head to toe look like an outfit that right. you know goes all the way from head to toe, but what you're buying is actually like five six different pieces, and you could wear them all together if you want, but you can also mix and match them with anything else you've purchased as well. And there's quite a lot of layering the game allows you to do. So instead of saying like oh I have a head slot and I've chosen to wear glasses and that's all I get, you could be like, okay, I'm putting on the beard, I'm putting on the nose ring, I'm putting on makeup, I'm putting on the glasses, I got hair I mean, on top of that, I got, can, a, you know, unicorn you your, horns sticking out of that, right. kinds oh, of stuff. I mean, you can yeah. make yourself a horse head, a chicken head, pig head, like, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we really want you to be able to uh, individualize yourself, and it's not just you know, for the sake of individualizing yourself, but it really is a big part of the game. When you're in there and you're playing a battle royale that has no guns, you know, we had to rethink everything about battle royale. We couldn't really learn a lot of lessons from other games. When we started building this, you take out guns. That's such a fundamental change. Um, you're very close quarters fun, with people, fun is right? Key <laughs> yeah, sure. But you're, you're very close quarters with people, right? You're not getting hit by, by a person who's this big on the screen and you can't even tell what they're wearing. Right, you, okay. You're getting hit by an elbow drop and then you look at that person immediately and you're like, okay, that asshole wearing, you know, with this body type wearing the blue shirt, he's on my list. And then you can kind of form a relationship with this person throughout the match. You can watch that person and be like, okay, the guy in that body type with the blue shirt, oh, I saw him do uppercut. Now I remember he has the uppercut move. I'm going to be watching out for that. And I'm going to mess him up when he, when he plays his cards wrong, right? There's a lot. It's very important to recognize people. And if you jumped into a match and a lot of people looked kind of the same, that would get very difficult. So very important to us to make sure you you could look your own way. You said there's going to be a rotating store. Yes. I'm assuming that most of that will be full outfits that you can buy and then you can piecemeal together whatever you want. It's kind of a mix, yeah. 
Yeah, oh, there's, are, there's, are we going to be able to buy individual pieces? And I got to follow up. There, there are some things like that. There, there will be, I don't want to go into it too much, but there will be some full outfits you can buy head to toe and there will be some individual pieces you can get. And sometimes they'll come with like a variety of colors or, or textures okay. and stuff like that. So you'll have to see when it when we uh, hit launch, but uh, I think you'll be impressed. The variety is pretty up there. Okay, well then, uh, I, I know you said there is a free track for the Battle Pass. Correct. And yeah. a paid version. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Be honest, how much cooler is the stuff on the paid version than the free version? <laughs> much cooler. Please spend some money if you like our game. Uh, we're not paid to win. If you haven't fun with it, we would really appreciate it no. if you uh, bought the Battle Pass. That'd be awesome. I mean, honestly, it, it, is the aesthetics kind of like the main avenue for, you know, obviously if it's free to play, you know, yeah. you know, no one's going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're charging money for aesthetics. Like this is right. the model of free to play. Correct. Is that Correct. kind of the path that you're hoping to get people, you know, to spend money like, oh, God, I really want the pipe that blows bubbles, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, we we think our uh, accessory system and, and everything is incredibly fun. And once you have bought a lot of stuff, you could sit in there for hours just making all kinds of cool <laughs> looks, uh, which I am guilty of having done. So uh, <laughs> I, I do think people will really like it. And that is kind of the main way we want you to buy in and enjoy yourself. There will be other things in the future we'll, we'll discuss someday. Um, they're all, all kind of things we're thinking about. But, right. but in the short term, yeah, please uh, spend a little money if you like the game. We would really <laughs> appreciate it. It'll help us uh, to keep going. As far as the cosmetics go, while we're talking about this, uh, did you have any specific influences when it came to creating such uh, sort of diverse character options? I mean, there's a tremendous amount of options, even in the betas. I assume that there's going to be more yeah, later, but betas, it, yeah. was, it wasn't just about uh, clothes. It was about body shape and body size. It was about yeah. skin color and it was all over the place. It's like really tempting at the start of this project to be like, OK, we'll just, you know, we'll make one or two body types and we'll give you the sliders and, you know, let you tweak it the way you want it. But the reality of that ended up being that, like I told you before, the gameplay we were looking to get where you you really kind of formed a relationship with other players, mm. they just weren't different enough. Right. Uh, you Like really, really up close to somebody, maybe you could tell that somebody maxed out their arm slider or whatever, right? But we needed really weird and unique shapes yeah. to the characters because you are sometimes looking at these people from the top of a skyscraper. And it's actually <laughs> remarkable what the team has accomplished because you can tell who that is from up there and you could tell what they're doing too, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, the, the six body types we went with, uh, they're, they're a little weird <laughs> for sure. Uh, I love them all, but they're, they're definitely there for a purpose. Like the real, the real reason behind, uh, why we went that way, which made everything we wanted to do with animation and with accessories much harder <laughs> as a result, <laughs> but it's, it's worth it because, uh, not only do they kind of warp the accessories you put on them and any accessory can work on any body type. There's no restrictions at all. Um, like the, the, some of the animal heads look ridiculously larger on some characters than others too, which can really change the way that they feel. Uh, but yeah, it's just really important that you be able to recognize each individual in your match. And, and to get that goal, we had to go with really, really distinct shapes for the characters. So even when the art team was exploring that, it was like pages of shapes next to each other and trying to pick the shapes that could kind of become the body types. Uh, there were there were pages and pages of exploration trying to find what, the exact what shape six. Was the, the, the fat person, because I love it. I love that you guys have a fat guy in there. I appreciate it. Probably a circle, honestly. I, I, he, he's a round <laughs> boy. Let me tell you, that yeah. body shape is round. Yeah, uh, so, but there's no. I mean, they're all cosmetic. There's no gameplay differences for yeah, the body types. So I was just about to yeah, ask just, that. You know, because if yeah. you have a skinny guy and a big fat guy, right? 
that yeah. doesn't change their speed, doesn't change their nope. hit boxes or hurt boxes nope. or their reach or their anything. Uh, exactly. No changes at all. It's completely cosmetic. So we, we really want you to either make a character that you're kind of, you know, personifying or make yourself. Um, a lot of the players on the dev team have personas that they play as. Like there's one guy who plays as... I can't even say it because I'll spoil something. <laughs> <laughs> well, people have personas. They dress up in very specific ways, and uh, they give names to their characters, and we'll kind of like role play them and stuff. And it's very, it's very fun. I look forward to doing that. In yes. fact, I had already did that during the beta. I'll be honest. I've came up with complete backstories for my little dudes that I made. That part is something that I look forward to. Yes, you know, so, you know, I would do. That's very me thing to do. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, like it's fun. Very, very important question though is how long will it be? Before we get the Ryu and Chun Li skins for Rumbleverse. Yeah, I need. I, I'm trying to slam <laughs> Rick Sanchez off the top of the Grappa City building. Okay, I I need it. Uh, I mean, I, I think everyone's excited about the idea of you know IP crossovers and anything these days. Um, but Ryu and Chun are in everything. <laughs> We're really focused on just launching the game and introducing you to Grappa City and the universe we've built, yeah, and we'll see where it goes from there. What about the emotes? That was a big part of this, you know, continuing to talk about cosmetics and personalizing things. Big part of the options in the game. Oh, did you? Did you I was going to ask you to do yeah, the you, super thumb. Can you do it? I just did it. I just did it. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. That is, in fact, one of them. Yeah, the actual uh, yeah. glitched out something. But yeah, t t talk to me about the purpose behind the emotes and sort of some of your design philosophy and picking them. You know, in Third Strike, you can taunt and you get something. Yeah. Yes. You can do that in this too. When you emote near other players and it's a dangerous spot to have emoted, you actually build superstar meter. That's good. The longer the commitment of the emote is, the longer you have to be in it before you can bail out, the more you get if you can finish the emote as well. So wait, 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 there's even, some gameplay there. Even the even the because there's a play dead one too, right? That one is the only one that doesn't build Superstar Meter. <laughs> it, nice. had, it has a gameplay purpose, so we're actually giving you that one pretty early in the fan okay. mail, I think. You'll be playing that one for free. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, the, the emotes are a part of the game in that way. You know, it, it's, it's a very uh, common thing to see lots of bravado in, in wrestling. And we wanted to make sure that mm. emoting since you could be so close to people, they're not going to like shoot you or anything. There's no guns. You could be close enough to somebody to wave at them and tempt them to drop kick you or see if they wave back. And maybe you could form an unholy alliance. Uh, and, you know, through experimenting with our system, we, we, we found we could make emotes that let you walk while you emote uh, or do the worm down the street and control your character. The worm. Uh, I did it. We, in the have, beta. we have an emote that points forward. And then we have another version of that called point lock on that locks on to somebody that you point at and you'll <laughs> automatically like keep pointing at them as you rotate around them. Oh, it's just so goofy and it's so fun. I love it so much. So, so let me ask, what's the frame data on emote canceling? Like once you start the emote, how many frames are you committed to it before you can cancel? It, it depends on the, it depends on the emote and okay. the earlier you can bail out of something, the less benefit you're going to get from so it. in other words are, i'm uh, writing that FAQ, the faq right i'm writing the faq yeah. and we have the graph of all the emotes of the frames that it takes which ones you can the most writing of, retirement yeah. to write the rumbleverse guide there are, <laughs> there are only a couple people in office but there are a couple people in office who are trying to work emotes into some of their wall splat combos uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it it's possible in some situations all right, all right. Uh, let's let's go back to talking about some of the origin here. Read so my you, mind, David. You talked about you talked about 
uh, how we, how you describe Rumbleverse, but I'm curious yeah. about where the where the idea for kind of like a wrestling inspired sure. melee battle royale came. The, the story goes that a lot of the uh, leadership at the studio were out at a bar, and you know Chelsea Blasco was like, "Let's let's do a wrestling br," and and that was kind of the origin of the idea. But from my, per- <laughs> I'll, I'll tell this from my perspective because this has been told from that perspective of, in a few other articles. From my perspective, uh, Adam Boys calls me into his office. He's the CEO. Uh, not his office, but into a meeting room because he was visiting the Florida office. And he's like, Adam, what do you think of this? Wrestling Battle Royale. Wouldn't that be hilarious? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation. I didn't realize we were making it. I thought he was asking me if that would be funny. And of course, there are a lot of technical challenges with doing a melee 40 player game uh, that were scary at the time and, and are still pretty scary now. I like, honestly, I like to think but... you're just walking out of the meeting room. Oh, that Adam boy is going to crack up. Battle Royale. A couple weeks later, he's like, yeah, we pitched it. We're doing it. And I was like, I oh, mean, like, that's <laughs> how, that's, yeah, I feel like that's how like a lot of game. I, I mean, dive kick was just like, what if I made a fighting game with all dive kicks and then boom. Yeah. Right. So and then, yeah, my buddies were like, let's do it. Uh, I mean, this is not a bigger scale. This is more of a, you know, millions of dollars involved kind of let's do it. But uh, yeah, from that point on, we had to figure out, you know, exactly what the game was. And in discussing with uh, leadership and some of the other designers and stuff, what, what it is that a wrestling battle royale would be the uh, fantasy moment of suplexing someone off a skyscraper or elbow dropping from a skyscraper kept coming up that like seems to be the thing everyone was really stuck on like that was the cool the cool thing in everyone's brain so from there it kind of evolved pretty naturally it was like how do we support that fantasy we we can't make a game like wcw nwo revenge where the characters like walk one centimeter per (laughs) per per minute and you know if if you want to get to the top of a building you got to be able to platform and climb and it became very clear to us very quickly that this was a platformer first and foremost and one of our guiding directives when building the initial prototypes other than figure out how to make 40 player melee online work was this game should be fun to platform around in by yourself if there's no other people playing you should be having a blast just jumping around this place because the mechanics should feel good and it should feel as good as you know any platformer you've played and that's been a guiding light for us since the beginning for sure definitely you can tell as soon as you pick up the game that you intended it to be that way yeah yeah i'm a big fan of of 3d platformers myself so you know it's a dream for me to get to work on something like this uh, it's it's a little bit of the fighting background. Also, <laughs> Dave, tell us how you feel about 3D platformers. Well, this is a di- this is definitely a different situation here because I mean, so for one thing, I just want to say like, as soon as you talked about uh, pile driving people off of skyscrapers, the first game that comes to my mind is Spider Man Two. Right. You were able to do stuff like that. And I remember watching some of Tubo's stream that I even saw some people in the chat describing it was almost like the movement was like Spider-Man without the swinging, you know, but that's how fluid it was. And I definitely saw Tubo doing like some crazy jukes on people like jumping around this corner, but then climbing over and sliding on this wall and jumping off and losing people and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, it looks like, I mean, obviously the mobility is definitely one of the uh, key factors, it seems like. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll admit I'm a little bit obsessed with throwing video game characters off of things. Do you remember the old uh, Indiana Jones game? Uh, It was like a kind of Tomb Raider knockoff. I killed every single enemy in that game by throwing them off a ledge. (laughs) With bare hands. 
It was like a personal challenge. <laughs> They're all going off of a ledge. Just, I don't know. I just there's something about it that never gets old to me. So <laughs> Indiana Jones is just, no ticket throws this guy off. Yeah, like no shooting ticket. a gun at me, and dodging the bullets. I grab him by the shirt and throw him off the cliff. <laughs> Oh my god. So um did you I mean we talked about Spider-Man there were there other inspirations for how things like the movement would work or how things like the sort of the um combat would work? Yeah, I th I think another inspiration for the movement especially is it's not a specific game or anything but we we want you to be constantly engaged. Like moving from point A to point B is never walk in a straight line, turn your brain off. There are tons of decisions to make all the time, and there's lots of inputs to make all the time as well. So you're constantly executing and deciding. So it's like, oh, uh, point A to point B, I could go around this building while dashing and spending a bunch of stamina, or I could climb this wall and go over the building, or I could do like a tricky jump and shorten my climb, save some time, but spend a little more stamina and get over the, the top of this. You have a lot of decisions to make. And some of those decisions will put you in a spot that's a little trickier to execute, and some of them won't. And you'll feel really cool when you nail it, and you're really moving because you're hitting all those inputs just like right at the right moments. It feels like you're really in there. Uh, and that was really important to us as well. Yeah, I think that's something that I'd like to talk about. I mean, well, you know, this is you, you mentioned a couple ways in which players can make strategic choices, even just moving around. But yeah. in, in your mind, like, what are some of the other types of strategic choices that players can make in this game oh there's so many <laughs> it's endless <laughs> um, the, the uh you, you know it, it is a battle royale um and when you really break down what a battle royale is it's a multiplayer roguelike you drop in kind of fresh every time there's you don't get to keep anything you found after you die mm -hmm. and you you gear up or, or perk up or whatever it is in that game you're playing and you try to try to be the last person alive so uh, there's a lot of layers of strategy in all of that. You could uh, go around and, and find loot early in the game, but you can do that in so many different ways. You could go to a loot hotspot or a point of interest, top of one of the most dangerous buildings or towers. Tons of amazing loot up there. You could get all the loot you need for the rest of the game right there in that moment, if you survive the onslaught of other players who also want it. <laughs> Because or you, you could go to the edge of the ring and play around on the ground. And there's lots of boxes there, too. They're lower quality. Uh, you'll have to move quite a bit farther across the map as you loot, but maybe you will be bothered less. So you're already making strategic decisions, even at the beginning. Um, if you're the type of player who wants to avoid combat until the very end, you'll, you're going to have like ideal pockets full of you know healing and weapons and the special moves that suit you the most. You're going to be able to get your stats uh, full exactly the way you want them. But if you're the type of player who's more aggressive, we have a different path to power for you. So as you deal damage, you actually earn perks, which are, you know, kind of like in roguelikes, a permanent passive upgrade that you get. It comes from a grab bag. It's totally random what you get, but they are powerful. And you could show up to the final ring having been super aggressive with terrible stats and terrible pockets, but, you know, eight perks and you're a terrifying person. <laughs> or you could avoid everybody, show up to the final ring with ideal stats and ideal inventory, both of those players are going to have a really good shot to win. And then or, everything in between works too. So you can mix and match all of that stuff however you want I and mean, find your style. I just yeah, want to just kill everyone and have everything at the end. You're I bad. mean, that, that, that sounds like a, a Tupperware good... round, but not everybody can right. do that. I mean, that's I mean, the thing is, I wanted true. to ask because, you know, obviously without guns and without the long range shooting and stuff, I was watching yeah. Tubo stream 
And most of the time I was watching him play, he was running away from everybody. Oh, yeah, you know, he's a coward, he, yeah. He was running and eating chicken, like, the entire time. So, like, <laughs> how do you prevent people from playing that? You know, obviously... That's actually, that's actually James, that's a great question. That's actually a really good thing about the game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you're you, In a fighting game, you are in a you're in a shoebox diorama yeah. you are mm -hmm. you're trapped in there with somebody and one of you will die right mm -hmm. it's a really severe situation and uh you know what we found on the development team we got like 40 players on the development team now who are so good at this game they genuinely terrify me they are so so good at this game right. almost none of those players come from a fighting game background how did they get there and you start asking them like why they were able to kind of get over the hump of some of these combat concepts. And it's because they could leave. They weren't trapped in a shoebox diorama. They could test the waters. If it went wrong, they could walk away, eat some chicken, get their health back up and come back for a cheap shot. You know, uh, there's a lot of feel good moments in there and you don't even realize it, but you're, you're learning all the little nuances as you play, because that's just natural. The more you do something, the better you get at it. So the important part is you're just to give people, right yeah, yeah, I know. The, the, <laughs> give people the way that they want. Like some people are going to be ferocious. Uh, you know, we have people at the studio who, if they see you at the beginning of the match, you're in a one-on-one -on -one fight to the death with them, whether yeah. you like it or not. They will chase you to the ends of the earth. If, unless you can lose them, they're coming. Uh, right. But if you can break away and get behind a wall and make sure that they don't see where you went, you, they'll find another target. They're, they're bloodthirsty. <laughs> it's not you they're really after. Um, it's just really important to support the ability to play like you want. What we found really early uh, on before we had 40 top players was the people rising to the, the top of the crust, uh, the crust kind of with the develop, development team in terms of, you know, consistency of winning were people who came from platforming games. We had a guy who was a, a Spyro speedrunner absolutely untouchable movement just really hard to get away from really hard to catch and he would say things like oh i'm not good at the combat and then win six games in a row and it's like shut up dude you're the best <laughs> you figured out the combat just fine uh and the combat's not complicated right it's it's a very very simple uh game if you compare it to any fighting game you've ever played it's remarkably simple but the complexity comes not from execution or from those kinds of things it comes from how overloading it can be to have to keep track of more than one person and more than mm -hmm. one person's move set and uh shifting environments and all the other variables of you know what's going to come out of their pocket and, and all the situational awareness that it takes to be really good at this game learning the map even is just like a huge deal in this game well, yeah, before well, yeah. before we get into the into the combat and slip into there, sure. I just wanted to add that even if you are really good at running away, you can't do it forever because the ring does shrink over time. It does. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does shrink. And, yeah. and, and pretty quickly. So eventually you do you do have to fight. <laughs> you and only have to you're beat one about, person. The last person you're, alive than you. You only have to beat <laughs> one person, <laughs> technically. That's it. Yeah. But no, uh you're I talking mean, about uh, you know, traversing the the map. Yeah. Uh in in BRs, generally there's hot spots where there's good loot and bad loot, like you were talking about earlier. Oh yeah. Does the does the landing spot ever change in Rumbleverse, or is it always going to be the same circle? That's like, a good how, question how too. Is, how big is the city? Is what I'm saying basically. Uh, I I think I did the math, and the city's like 64 New Donk cities. Which okay. is a fun number for that to come that's, up to. That's, yeah, yeah that's, that's what you're using as a measurement. Yeah. New dog city. It's, it's like pretty it. big. Um, I like it. So I like it. The interesting thing is that instead of giving you the whole island to play on at the beginning of each match, we actually give you a smaller section of it. It's about a fifth of it ish. Okay. Uh, is how how it will start. Um, and you know, there's 40 people. 
there's no guns. So what we really want is for the city to feel alive in the way that if you get on a building at the beginning of the, of the match and you spin your camera around, you're going to see stuff happening yeah. in like every direction. There's going to be a little fight over here, somebody looting over there, right? We don't want you to be so separated that you can never see each other because seeing somebody in this game is not a threat. Just because they see you doesn't mean it's like, bye, 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 you're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing somebody, it doesn't mean anything. You, you could completely ignore that event. You can wave at them and yeah. go about your business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the, you know, the goal was to get like two people per city block-ish on the starting ring. Okay. But that doesn't even come out that way because what will happen is like eight of the 40 people will all go to one of the hot spots. <laughs> right. and, yeah, I'm going to the top of the grab yeah, There's it's room for you to, to get away from folks if that's what you want. But yeah, it's also really important to us because the game is so much about improvisation uh, that you can't run the same route every time. The ring is going to be in a different spot on the island every time. You're not going to be able to go to your yeah, favorite I mean, spot it, every time. You I'm have to run a new route. Five different maps in one, essentially, you know, based on if you land in, you know, one fifth of the city. That's, yeah. You're going to have a different experience every time. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's more than that, because that, that ring could be in the middle of two of the sections you just sure, defined, yeah, and now it feels totally different, and the routes you might like to run will totally change. Yeah, so uh, cool. I'll find myself, I find myself having a dozen favorite starting spots, right. and sometimes two or three of those starting spots are in the ring, and then I'll just kind of see where other people are launching and make a decision. Um, so you kind of brought up this a little bit, you know, talking about how the people at, you know, uh, your dev studio and everything have just gotten better and better at the game. And so this is kind of actually a question that I was actually going to ask later, but since you kind of brought it up and this is kind of like a really serious question here, because obviously depending on how you want the game to be constructed, but my only experience with battle Royale is with Tetris 99, right? <laughs> and literally there are people out there who have never won in Tetris 99 ever because the game is so extremely like skill based here. Yeah. Now, obviously there's a lot of room to grow in skill and there's no wrong or right answer to this, but where is the kind of area that you're trying to plant it in? Are you trying to design a game where literally the best player will win every single time? Or are or you trying my to cat win a game? <laughs> or are you trying to create a game? You know, honestly, I mean, this is a this is a, just a, a very interesting dev question. Like, sure. how do you want to skew the game it's, so that yeah, beginners... it's uh, totally it, it's a it's a game that is very chaotic. And part of the skill of being consistent in it is managing that chaos. But you will not be successful 100 percent of the time. You will absolutely <laughs> not. It's just not going to happen. Um, uh, and the important thing about it for us is that it's very approachable. Like, you should be in there having fun. You should understand what's going on lightning fast. And we've seen really good success with that in all of our play tests. Uh, but that also, your time invested, it feels very rewarding. You can feel yourself getting better. It's really easy to identify what you could do differently next time. Um, and those are really, really key things we focused on with making sure the game is, like, very legible and readable. And you know why you died. And you know what you might be able to change. And you do see it with new players really fast. Like, it's usually only three or four games before they go, hmm. Blocking's pretty good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you go, yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's really good. You should definitely do that. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's it's a chaotic game. Uh, I think you could take it seriously if you want. You could also play it very casually. It's a blast either way. Uh, a lot of people in studio play it casually. A lot of people in studio play it seriously. Uh, we can all meet and, and have a great time together in this thing. Uh, you talk a little bit about 
people being fighting game players versus people not being fighting game players. Obviously, you have a background as um, not just a fighting game dev in the past with Killer Instinct, but you know, tournament player, organizer. You've been in the scene for a long Top time. Top eight Evo finisher. Hello. That's true. That's that's absolutely right. <laughs> how does your background uh, with fighting games influence yeah. how you've you know created slash designed Rumbleverse? Good question. Um... I, I kind of got, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, word, I got it out of my system doing KI, right? <laughs> like the, the dream of every wannabe game dev fighting game person is, oh, I'm going to make a hardcore fighting game. It's going to be so sick. <laughs> Look at all these mechanics, right? Uh, and KI was so fun to, to make and to watch grow. And we were able to put a lot of approachability and accessibility in it as well, which, you know, I'm very fond of. I'm the dive kick guy, right? I made the simplest fighting game there is. So it was really cool for me to be able to hit both ends of the spectrum. I made something that was really reduced and simple, and I got to work on something that was uh, pretty complex and, and intricate. Uh, and for me, it was like the next step is let's do something different. Let's like take the things I really love about fighting games and do something else with it. It doesn't have to be a fighting game anymore. Uh, and, and I look at the fighting game space and I think to myself, it's not changing or evolving very much. There's not that many games that are like really different uh, that you could call fighting game or fighting game adjacent. Mm -hmm. And there are some that try and they're, they're, they have cool ideas in them. But I always wanted to, to kind of dip my toes into that. And when, you know, the leadership team and Adam Boys brought this, uh, you know, wrestling battle royale idea. You know, we had a good laugh about it and then we started digging into it and i was just like this is a really cool opportunity to do something that is got the things i love about fighting games in it but also kind of throws most of it out and starts totally fresh uh and maybe this maybe this can appeal to a huge audience maybe that'd be awesome that'd be so cool if a lot of people who don't have a fighting game background can can kind of scratch that itch through this and maybe learn more about why it's cool to read somebody else's mind in this setting. And it no, is very cool. Like... You know that feeling when you out deeply outsmart someone? Every day, yes. yeah. Rumbleverse yeah. lets you outsmart two or more people at once. And that feeling, <laughs> for me, is untouchable in a one-on-one -on -one fighting game. I have not felt anything nearly as good as that in a one-on-one -on -one fighting game. Yeah, when you and I play fighting games, those are the moments that like stand like we both like comment on the most. Like when yeah. one of us like is just a genius and reads the other one perfectly. Yeah. They, like, We're like, oh, you knew. <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Um, but but I mean, you know, just just briefly, maybe we'll get into more detail. But briefly, what is the combat like? Uh, yeah, we've been talking about it as fighting game ish. Right? Yeah, but it's a. Uh... So, yeah, absolutely. So, so ahead, even James. bearing it down further of what David's saying, what are the controls? I'm like... not doing that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, I mean, there's like... a control cheat sheet on the screen when you play the game, so you'll, you'll be all right. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, like, what kind of yeah. moves do you have and what are your options, yeah, absolutely. basically? It was important to us that you start the game with a basic moveset. This is a moveset you always have no matter what. You don't have to pick up anything to use it. You are... Uh, able to defend yourself and get a KO from the beginning. These moves aren't devastating or anything like that. They're not going to be your flashiest, hardest hitting things, but they're really important. Uh, and the game is is really, the theme of the game is big commitments. So you, you'll you'll find when you do like a big long jump off of a roof, you don't have like a lot of air control. You, you don't have a, a jet pack to, to correct your jump or, or a double jump or anything like that. Um, and it's that way in the combat too. So what you're going to find is the attacks are, are, you know, big, big attacks that kind of come out a little bit slower 
and linger quite a bit longer. Uh, so you really have to make those big commitments, but you also have uh, a dodging system that allows you to bail out of these moves early. So uh, not every move can do this, but a lot of moves can. Uh, so I could, you know, do a chop on Brock and he could block it. And then I do the next attack on Brock and he blocks that. And then I could just dodge cancel and kind of get out of the way instead of staying in his face. Or maybe I hit Brock with something big and then Davey's flying in from off screen and I have the presence of mind to see that coming. So I can bail out of the recovery of that move and Davey will whiff and then I can punish him. And, or he dodge cancels that, you know. So a lot of the game is about managing your stamina, uh, blocking the strikes, dodging the vicious attacks, getting those punishes in, having a lot of presence of mind about what's around you and making sure you don't get stamina broken, which is what happens when you're empty on stamina and somebody hits you because then you get dizzied and they will hit you hard for that. Before we get too deep into that, you mentioned vicious attacks. Yes. Uh, and we also have not talked about special attacks yet either. So could yeah. you maybe tell us about the special attacks? How yeah, that works? Do the basics people? a little better, huh? I mean, yeah, people yeah. people in the chat are yeah. wondering how you get different moves and stuff. So yeah. the, we talk about that and and in the attack hierarchy. I we, we sure. definitely need to talk about so the, that. The first, first one, right, is where you just beat up Jeremy all day, right? The, the vicious <laughs> attacks, right? No, just kidding. Uh, no, no, no. How dare you? You start so your basic move set includes some basic strikes. You can do like a little three at combo. Uh, you can do an elbow drop. That elbow drop is going to amplify its damage and blast radius the higher up you do it from. Uh, but if you miss, you're going to lose a lot of stamina. So be careful with that. Uh, you have a dashing variety of that, a dashing attack. That's a drop kick. That's uh, kind of like a, a dragon punch almost in your basic toolkit. It's a very high priority move. I'll talk about priority later. Um, we've made a lot of improvements on how to read priority as well in the, in the new build. So when we talk about what's new in the new beta for people who played the last one, I'll, I'll go over that. So you have those. You have the ability to block. Block also, if you hold it, regenerates your stamina really fast. So you might even want to use that to get a breather. Um, but then if you want to break somebody's guard, you're going to press the vicious attack button, which is going to be like triangle or Y. And that creates like a big red flash. So it's a big warning to everybody. You can sometimes react to some of these, but you shouldn't expect to. You should try to anticipate and dodge. Uh, but these moves are even bigger commitments. You can almost never dodge cancel them on like whiff or block. You can't bail out. Uh, but they're really important for grabbing people out of the air or who are climbing. Uh, you can do a dashing variety of your basic vicious attack that lets you aim somebody with an Irish whip. So you can throw them at a wall for a wall splat combo, throw or them off a roof to yeah. yeah, give yourself some some breathing room. <laughs> Um, all, all kinds of stuff like that. You can, uh, w once you're knocked down, you have a variety of uh, get up options. So you can do kind of a wake up DP equivalent, which would be a spinning back fist. You get up and you do this big spin that clears the area. It's punishable if somebody blocks it. You could get up and block to regain a burst of stamina. You can dodge roll a bunch of times as you wake up. Uh, and instead of having like one or two get up timings, you can get up any time from like when your head tilts up to like three or four seconds later. So you can really mess with people and make it really hard for them to pursue you when you're down. Uh, but if you stay on the ground too long, they may hit you with uh, uh, a ground attack that can kind of, you know, make a crater or a little OTG action. Yeah. Uh, for lack of a better, better word, we're calling them ground attacks. Uh, so it's a little more clear for a wider audience, but um, certain <laughs> oh, attacks man. will hit, hit you on the ground. If they look like they're going to hit you on the ground, they will. Right. You can't expect to walk up to somebody who's laying on their back and do a chop that's aimed at a chest and have it hit somebody who's laying on their back. So it kind of visually makes sense as well, which is great. Those are the basic moves you have. Plenty to compete with. Uh, you got your dodge, of course, like I was talking about earlier. You can do that on the air and the ground as well. 
but you're also going to want to look for weapons. There's weapons all over the city. You can find them in the crates. Uh, you can find steel chairs, baseball bats. You can find weapons in the environment. You can rip mailboxes out of the ground, stop signs, trash cans, all kinds of stuff. Um, those weapons hit pretty hard. You can also throw them as projectiles, and they have a higher priority than most moves. So when I talk priority later, those are really good for making people stop pressing buttons. Um, so yeah, weapons are awesome. And then the next thing you're going to look for is skill books. And the skill books, you read them, your Rumbler gets inspired, and you get to learn the special move in the book. Uh, and those come in three rarities. You can find them in common, rare, or epic. Uh, and the epic ones are usually a little flashier or of, knock people back more, do a little more damage. They're colored. So it's like green, blue, and then purple. Okay. Uh, and the books are different sizes too. So it, they stand out quite a lot. And there's a huge variety of skill books to find. Uh, you can find, you know, basic strike type skill books that have high displacement. Like we have one called the the Cosmo shot that's soccer kicks somebody in the air. You jump up <laughs> after them and you do a flip and kick them back to the ground. And it's great for launching people super far Excuse wall me, bouncing. That, them. that one's called the wrecked shot. That's, that's the, the, that's the rare version of it. That's the medium oh, version. Okay, of okay, it. Okay. <laughs> the wrecked shot. Uh, you can find, <laughs> you can find shot, vicious yeah. attacks uh, as well in your special moves. So if you want to get a better vicious attack, you could find like a choke slam. Choke slam is really interesting because it does a lot of stamina damage. So it may help you break somebody's stamina. Uh, more often you could build a strategy around that. Uh, and there are even traversal skill books to find. So you can find mm. a skill book called uh, Rocket Jump that lets you basically turn your feet into a rocket and shoot into the air. And that's like a high jump from the ground, but you can use every special move in the air too. So you could jump, rocket jump, rocket jump, rocket jump, and get to the top of a building before anyone else who doesn't have that could chase you. And does then it, does you can it run either out? get away or it, it uses your stamina. So oh, right. Okay. Everything runs on a stamina system in this game. Everything you do is just going to take away from your yellow, yellow stamina bar. Uh, and if you run out, you just hold block to get it back faster and hope nobody hits you while it's empty because then you will be very sad. Um, well, someone in the chat asked, you know, can you smack someone out of reading a book? Absolutely. Yeah. Any item in your hand is not safe. It can be knocked out of your hand into the floor. Uh, if you, you could be in the middle of eating a healing item and if somebody drop kicks you, that healing item is now on the what floor. Are the frame starting eating, ending <laughs> eating where they can't after a certain frame where they can't knock it out of your you hand. you surprised to learn this isn't really a frame data heavy game. Listen, no, where... I want to know the frames, Adam. Okay. So I, I mean, data mine your uh, shit. I'm taking all the frames. Like I you, even saw you do that. You make the wiki and I'll, I'll be over here I saying that. Uh... that. That's way too much work. I even saw, you know, Tuba was saying on his stream that, you know, if you're carrying a chicken, like you can yeah. put the chicken on the ground and then jump up and like bait someone to try oh, to yeah. eat the it's chicken. chicken trap. That's classic. That's classic chicken stuff, for sure. Trap. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, I mean, you, if you classic have stuff, enough healing. Yet. Oh yeah. yeah. This is, this is classic dev team stuff. You got an extra chicken. <laughs> this is one of the most enticing items in the game. Everyone needs healing. You just place that bad boy on the ground, climb the building. And just wait. Somebody's <laughs> going to come get it. <laughs> and you walk a little bit slower when you're picking up items and eating items. So they're right. probably not going to go that fast either. This is and like then you're also talking about This is like Wiley yeah, Coyote. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, Bird feed. You know, dude. Thing you can do too is you can look at the map. I'm getting, you can go look at the map and be like, okay, here's where the ring is kind of shrinking towards. My pockets are already full. I found some extra chicken. I'm going to put this chicken in the bushes. Nobody knows uh, yeah, it's there the but me. Bush That's bush chicken. And yeah, then if nobody else finds it, which they usually don't, and you need it, and it's still part of the ring or it's close enough to the ring, you could go over there, grab your bush chicken, and have a little <laughs> snack. 
there's so many strategies you can come up with man real quick what what is the ring like in this game i mean obviously yeah for the people sure uh, how does the ring work because in other brs you take damage when you're outside of the ring right or inside however you want to look at it yeah Uh, we we work in this game we felt it fit the theme better to try like a referee countdown uh so you go outside the ring and the ref will be like 10 nine and you get to zero you're disqualified you're just out straight up doesn't matter how much health you have doesn't matter what's in your pockets you're toast doesn't matter if you have superstar meter you're done um but if you get back in the ring every 10 or 12 seconds you get one second back oh so you're really encouraged to kind of go outside the ring on purpose you see like oh there's a gold crate out there that's only going to take me four five seconds to get oh there's a squash chicken over there outside the ring they're they're lit up they're serving a free chicken right now i could make that that'll take me six seconds four left yeah so you can do that and then you'll earn that time back and it'll be fine until somebody calls you out on it (laughs) and like they that's it's a very hidden information game but they can see the number above your head so if i see brock outside the ring with a four over his head and i know i have 10 i'll just go fight him out there and as long as I can keep him out there for four seconds, he'll be disqualified. I'll get credit for it, and I can go back nice. in the ring. Uh, I mean, but it's... I think your time management becomes much more important towards the end of a match when the ring is getting really small, because a lot of people are not going for damage. They're going for displacement. They're not going to build up their arm stat. They're going to grab moves like giant swing or super kick, and they're, they just want to launch you outside the ring over and over again because they want the timer to get you. And uh, that can be a scary play style if you're, if you're not ready for it. You talked about the skill books. Is there anything else that players can gather? Yeah, uh, the stats uh, is another thing to talk about. You have your arms and your core and your legs, of course. Uh, you find these protein powder pods and you can drink them. You can have up to 10 stats uh, total. So you could do 10 arms, zero core, zero legs, <laughs> or you could do five <laughs> arms, three core, <laughs> two legs. You can mix and match them however you want. The arm stat is going to give you permanent damage boost. The core stat's going to give you permanent health boost. And I, I mean actually more health. You start with 1,000 health. If you go 10 core, you can get like 2,225 health. Wow. It's a huge difference. Wait, Very wait, wait a minute. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't add up. Uh, I'll get to that in like a second. Like 100 per? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. There are bonuses. <laughs> um, and then the leg stat gives you more stamina. So if you are really aggressive and you like to press special attacks and dodge cancel them a lot, which costs a lot of stamina, you're going to want to build into stamina. Or, or even if you just like to run away or chase people, being able to dash a lot. Stamina is really good. Um, Bad idea. I don't listen to <laughs> uh, Yeah. I lost my train of thought because Brock was there was me. arm legs were for stamina, <laughs> core was for life. What yeah. are arms for? Yeah, arms is for damage. damage. Right, you get okay, okay, Oh okay. yeah, so so you're getting like a ten percent increase per level until you get to five in one stat. So if you get to five arms, you get like twenty percent, oh, and then you go back to 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. and then if you get to ten arms, you get like twenty five percent. So there are a couple levels there where if you really invest, you get a bonus. So you, you'll find a lot of players like to do like a 5-3-2 kind of build so that they can get that bonus in one stat. Or they'll do like a 0-5-5 type of build so they can get that bonus in two stats. Uh, but it's still a lot of players will do irregular things, uh, you know, with, with like a 3-3-4. It's a little more even. Uh, it just really depends on your play style. I, I recommend you try out a lot of different special moves and play styles and, and all that and find your favorite combinations because you, you will find you don't play like the other players play. I just yep. want to ask, how hard is it to balance that? Like, have you guys, <laughs> did you find out like 10 arms was too strong? And so you had to tweak that a little bit and such. It is strong, but they die in one super move usually. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Um, no, it, it, balance is a weird thing. You know how I feel about balance is a weird mm-hmm. thing. Uh, it's more about 
you know, risk reward and and, and harmo- har- har- harmony and play styles yes. and everyone being able to feel represented and all that stuff. Well, don't um, don't bypass that. I mean, what's your, we've talked about it on the show before, yeah. but in this interview we haven't. What's your sure. philosophy on balance? Yeah, balance is not like are all the options equal or are all the options viable, right? It's, it doesn't matter if you know turtling is better than aggression or vice versa. It doesn't matter if the arm stat is better than this. What matters is if all the different play styles are fulfilling and rewarding and that different people want to do those different play styles. So it's really, again, it's about, without characters in this, it's about letting the player personality shine through their character and letting you represent yourself the way you want to represent it and still feel like you're satisfied by what you've done. So it's kind of a weird thing, but balance doesn't really matter. Everybody's the same. You all start as the same character with the same basic moves, the same hitboxes. You all have the same options on where to drop and what routes to run, and it evolves from there. You become a different character by the end of the game based on what perks you get and and what stats you pick up and what special moves you run. But every run will be different, and you might have a a favorite build, but you may have to improvise because you just can't put it together this time. so balance doesn't really matter in that traditional sense. Hey, maybe there's a move that the community decides is the best move in the game. In the previous beta, that was Super Sumo Slap. That was by far the best move in the previous beta. By a lot. No questions. I agree. <laughs> Super strong. Doesn't matter, though. You might not be able to find it. You may find it, and then some asshole falls out of the sky elbow first and does 800 damage to you, and you die, and then you drop the book, and he picks it up. So <laughs> like, it, it's just not the kind of game where those types of questions matter quite as much, I think. Okay. How much variance do you see or do you hope to see in terms of player play styles? Uh, I, I hope to see uh, a ton of variance. And, and I, I am already seeing that kind of in studio and in play tests. People definitely have preferred ways to play. There are a lot of people who are not playing to win. They're just playing for fun. And they're finding their fun in all kinds of different ways. Like we have that person at the office who will hunt you at first sight until one of you is dead. That's his play style. You know, we have people at the studio who think getting a laugh is a lot more important than getting a win. And they will try to do the funniest thing possible to you, no matter how hard it is to do. And maybe that involves trying to set up a very delicate, like choke slam onto a car to go into outer space, you know, from the bounce pads and stuff. Um, yeah. There's also a lot of interesting play styles for people who are competitive as well. Okay. Could, could, you, I mean, how, could you describe what some of those competitive play styles you feel are? Yeah, there's there's uh, an aggressive play style that's very high on burning stamina and fishing with kind of strikes. There's a weapon play style. Our community manager, Keenan, kind of made this one famous around the office. Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, got four chickens in my pockets. I'm stacked. I'm ready. And Keenan's like, I have four bats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need chicken because I will kill you and take yours. And the bats are very high priority, so good luck when your moveset doesn't work against me because I pulled a bat out of my pocket. And then he breaks the bat on your face, and you're like, finally, the bat's gone. And then he pulls out another one, and you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, there's, there's so many ways. I don't want to like get too much into all of that because I want you guys to explore and find your own favorite ways to play. But no, no, I, I, I promise there are dozens of dozens and dozens of things I've seen that are, are really unique and interesting. Would, would you be willing to say what your favorite play style is? Uh, I, I'm a stamina player. People people are always saying stamina's you know not the best, but I, I do like to. That person at the beginning, I was saying that I, I like to fish with things. Uh, I like I like to throw out atomic punch lines and dodge cancel them. Uh, I like to bulldog people and walk right into their face and try to make them dodge by not doing anything or just by charging up a move <laughs> and then punishing the dodge. Uh, it doesn't always work out for me, but I I've always in fighting games had a bully play style. The characters I gravitate towards most. Uh, our, our bully type characters. So that is definitely my play style here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bully a little bit. 
I think that's interesting that you feel like your fighting game play style translates. Do you find that other people have that same experience? I know there's some other fighting game players who are on the team. Yeah, I would say so. I think the only fighting game players I've talked to who, you know, maybe want more are, are zoning type players. But I do think you can get that through thrown objects. It's really about choosing your spots to fight on the map that have a lot of things to pick up and throw. And you, you can definitely zone in this game. But it's not, it's not Hadoukens and stuff. What about for players who aren't coming at this from a fighting game perspective? That is yeah. to say, like people who have played shooter BRs or maybe just shooters in general, what kind of challenges do they seem to have or how, how well do they pick it up? Yeah, our, our, uh, our, our comms director, Deej, actually came from shooter background and his, his first response was, can I just, can I remap attack to right trigger? <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's what I want to press. And it's like, yeah, you can. You can fully remap all the controls. Uh, but then I, I guess he kind of told himself, no, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to stick with what they laid down and, and, and adapt okay. to it. And, you know, he went through all the challenges a lot of our non fighting game players do with, you know, I, I don't really understand quite, uh, you know, how to read people or when to block or when to dodge or why. But that comes to you re relatively quickly. If you're just having a good time playing the game, you're getting in your cheap shots, you know, you're third partying, you're jumping off buildings, you're doing elbow drops, you're getting the slams and you're throwing weapons at people. The rest of it just comes to you. It does not take that long because what you're doing is you're getting into fights, even if they're short and you're running away and you're seeing other players behavior. And those other players are you. They're the same character as you. Anything they can do, you can do too. So it becomes very easy to learn from other players. Wow. Uh, Come on, bro. There's definitely some things I can do that other people can do. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Let's be honest here. No. Uh, but my, my, my point stands, right? It's, it's like if in a fighting game context, if I'm a Ryu player and I'm playing against Zangief and he SPDs me, it's like, well, I can't do that. I didn't learn anything from that in the direct what can I do sense. But in this game, that, that doesn't exist. Everyone is the same. Mm -hmm. So you can learn very directly from other players' actions. Uh, if you get KO'd, you could spectate the person who KO'd you for a minute while you rematch and, and look mm -hmm. for another match. You'll learn a lot from just watching people. You're like, oh, I, I, he's dodging there, and he can actually get the punish, or you know, this this range looks better for this thing. Uh, you'll learn it super fast. It's actually really surprising how fast people have kind of come to grips with the the concepts we would maybe consider more complicated or delicate to teach. They just don't seem that delicate or complicated to teach here for for whatever reason. Kind of shifting it a little bit, referring back to something that you mentioned, you, you mentioned people who just like to do cool things like pile driving people and bouncing off cars and stuff like that. Yeah. How interactive is the environment? Because, you know, I was watching the video that, that looked like they were Sonic the Hedgehog bumpers on the top yeah. of buildings. <laughs> There's lots of bounce pads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, how uh, interactive is the environments uh, in that style? There's, like I said, there's stop signs you can rip out of the ground and mailboxes. There's all kinds of things you can bounce off of. And those bounces will amplify damage if you're able to slam somebody onto them. Um, there's a lot of things to find. And of course, you know, as we update the game over time, maybe you'll see some more stuff. That'd be cool. There's also water to watch out for. Uh, so, you know, you don't want to get thrown in the water. The, the rumbler's muscles are too dense, so they are not buoyant. <laughs> and they cannot swim physically. Big, big boys. Yep. So they, they just sink right to the bottom, and that's an instant KO. Uh, but, you know, I mean, if you're worried about that, don't go near the water. And the ring doesn't force you there that often. But when it does, ooh, it's, it's a little scary. Uh, but you can predict that also by looking at the map and right. maybe focus on more displacement moves and less on the, the uh, arm stat because, you know, 
do, does, does damage and health really matter if you're just going to get one hit KO'd in the water? Maybe focus <laughs> on stamina that run. <laughs> I mean, like, are you um, going to add more things like spiked walls that you can throw people into traps oh, that you can Sure is undeterminable. And, okay. uh, Fair. you know, anything <laughs> could happen, but I'm not saying anything. So. Fair. So we talked a little bit about the weapons and the skill books and the protein pods. Uh, can you talk about the perks? Yeah, so uh, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but the perk system is is your reward for aggression. Um, we we actually added some more information to the screen on this too, so you'll be able to read it more easily in this next build. Uh, so definitely ask me later what's new in this build. I have a list. Uh, but you, 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 all you have to do to earn perks is hurt people. You don't have to get the KO, and that's really important. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh no, it should be for the KO, but just so much hostility and negativity around like kill stealing. Right. Yes. Brock, Brock will do four thousand damage to me. He's forced me to eat all my pocket chicken. He's just walloping the crap out of me. And then David flies in from a roof, taps me for two hundred, and gets the KO. Should David get all rewards for that? I don't think so. Strategy in the beta. That's all I was doing was following (laughs) following around good players and cleaning up after him. And that's fine. But Brock will have built many more perks than you for that. (laughs) There is a little. I was actually actually just going to ask real quick. You said hurt people. Yeah. Does that only mean physically, or can you taunt in front of people and build your perk meter as well? Uh, the taunting will build the superstar meter, not the perk meter. Okay. Um, the perk meter is only filled through damaging people. Well, you know, exclusively. If someone hurts them too in a different way, Adam. Sure. Maybe think about that. Okay. <laughs> That's why it fills your superstar meter. It makes yeah, the fans yeah. happy. Um, so w- when you when you kind of level up, you fill the perk meter all the way to the top. You get a random perk. These can be mundane but powerful things, like your dodge roll now costs 50% less stamina. Good God, is that powerful. Uh, not maybe not maybe the most exciting thing, but extremely powerful. Or you may find very exciting things in there, like the final hit of your three-hit combo now causes an explosion that can wall splat <laughs> and blow people away. Uh, and that can be very handy because it makes it much easier to hit confirm into a wall splat and, and knock people off roofs and stuff like that. Uh, you may find perks that greatly assist you with recovery uh, a favorite perk for a lot of people is the sadistic perk and yeah, that one please. gives you two percent health back every time you hit somebody so if i hit you with a suplex that's one hit i get two percent if i hit you with the one two three combo that's three hits i get six percent mm-hmm. and that's percentage based so if i raise my core stat and i'm getting more and more max health that percentage means more health per hit. So you can start to see, oh, I got that perk. Now I'm going to get a move that hits multiple times. Now I'm going to build more into <laughs> the core stat and try to maximize this advantage for myself. Uh, stuff like that is really interesting. So I definitely invite you to earn some perks this weekend. You can press the, the map button and see all the details of your perks and, and read what each of them does. Just hide in a bush or something when you do it so you don't get obliterated. Um, they're really cool. It won't take you that long to memorize what they do and what your favorite ones are, but they are definitely like a key to once you're comfortable with the game to unlocking kind of the next level of how can I get the most out of each run? Yeah, uh, he said that's... hit confirm. <laughs> I did. He said that hit is a confirm. thing. Yeah. That is a thing. So, I mean, like, I, I mean, I just want to say, like, this is this sounds really neat to me because, like, it sounds like 
the way that you keep describing it, every time you play the game, there's enough that can tweak what's happening that you're going to make different decisions. The strategy gets yeah. very, very deep. It's not like, hey, this is my, I'm just going to build arms all day because I, this is working for, but like, like you said, if it ends up shifting towards the river, then all of a sudden you don't, you know, things yeah. change. Who, who cares if, if you, you hit for a, a thousand damage? Right, if, if you get you a know, certain right? perk, you know, like a perk, yeah. you know, then you want to be oh okay well let me drop this book and pick up a different book and such so yeah you definitely see some players get stats first because they're just like oh i'm getting them i'm getting them i'm gonna fill up the bar but a lot of players will kind of forgo that entirely and do a little damage first because those first three perks or so those earn pretty fast you don't have to do a lot of damage to get them um so even just doing some hit and run stuff you get some nice perks then you can look at those perks and be like is there anything here i want to build around and then start to make more decisions around that that's a pretty good strategy i would say yeah just in the you know few hours that i played in the last beta i found that i was already realizing that like i needed to change my play style based on what was going on like if yeah if we were playing in the suburbs, i had to do different stuff than if we were playing in the tall dense city with the tall buildings like yeah. it was just like clear to me that like I just couldn't be playing the same way in those two cases. Like, uh, and so already I was, you know, switching things up. Yeah, the environment can really change what strategies uh, are your favorites. Uh, even a move like the rocket jump, so good if you're in an area that's medium or high uh, heights. <laughs> but then you're in the suburbs and you're like, what am I going to do with this? Right. <laughs> I can already jump to the top of a building without it. Uh, uh, and you know, early game the ring is big. You can move the fight to a place that's better for you you could fake running away somebody will chase you and then you could fight them in a better spot uh, that's a really cool thing to do but late game you're kind of at the mercy of where the ring shrinks mm -hmm. to and you, you want to watch the map and see if you can make some predictions there on where it might go and, and maybe change your strategy fascinating yeah that attacking and then feigning a retreat only to then counterattack. Famous yeah. strategy popularized by Genghis Khan back in the day. Yeah, he was a big inspiration for this game. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Genghis Absolutely. Khan, big inspiration for Rumbleverse. You heard it here yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one thing we haven't talked about. On... Oh yeah, one, go ahead, David. One thing we haven't talked about yet is Superstar mode. That's what I was about to bring up. Wow, amazing! Can you talk Beautiful. about? Beautiful. Yeah, the the Superstar meter fills in two ways. You can either do combat that can be hurting people or getting hurt. Uh, or you can also fill it by collecting stars found throughout the environment. These are just kind of like coins in 3D platformers. They're all over the place. Uh, they also come out of crates. So even if you don't need any more loot, break some crates, find some star coins, and, and fill up that superstar meter. Once that bad boy is completely full, it gives you uh, KO protection, basically. If you get mm -hmm. KO'd when the superstar meter is full and unactivated, it will automatically spend your superstar meter and you'll get what's called a superstar comeback. You get some health back, causes an explosion and shoves people away from you. It gets you right back into the game. This is Sounds your second familiar. chance. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this, is your, this is your last breath. <laughs> <laughs> this is your second chance to get back in the fight. Can't um, it. But they're, you know, you're, you're only gonna get about 30% of your health back when this happens. Whereas if you were to activate superstar meters, this is the other use for it. When it's full, you can activate and that'll also cause an explosion that pushes people away. But it gives you uh, kind of an install mode where you're powered up for a while. There's a big blue spotlight on you, so everyone knows you're in this mode. Uh, <laughs> and in this mode, your stamina restores so fast. You move faster. It's the only way to actually move faster in the game. You jump higher. You hit harder. And your life automatically regenerates as well. And if you were to just pop Excellent. superstar mode and then hide, you actually build back like 60% of your health instead of 30%. 
So in some cases, it's better to use the superstar mode as a heal and then refill it again later and kind of run that cycle. So you can have uh, rather than one per game is what you're saying for every yeah you else. can't stock more than one but you could spend one and then refill it and then spend again uh, I, I so the comeback the can be really good if you're innocent yeah comeback can be great if you're... The... yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> comeback can be great if you are really low on health and like somebody else pops super so it's like oh they're gonna hit me for 720 damage if they hit hit this thing i have 300 health i won't survive that the comeback makes it so that i can play a little bit more cavalier and it'll protect me um but there are a lot of cases where you might want to pop the super just for the heal uh and intimidate people away from you like if people are chasing you you pop super and start walking at them they're like oh I'm, I'm out of here <laughs> see you later uh th there's a lot of things you can do with it for sure uh of course, you also get access to your super move in super mode. So your basic okay. vicious attack on wire triangle is going to change into your super move attempt. And if that hits, you're going to do a huge spinning power bomb that does 720 base damage. A lot more if you build up other stats and stuff. Yep. Uh, very, very cool. Very scary. Uh, super is also the highest priority move. So when we talk about priority, uh, that's, the, that's the one to watch out for. You're not going to beat that even with weapons. It's going to blow right through whatever you're doing. Now, uh, Adam quick... Hart, what's priority? Hey, we made it to the priority section. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we uh, get to the priority section, I, I'm just yeah, curious. Yeah, the priority yeah. section. Uh, from from just a, a game developer, game designer standpoint, uh, you know what? Like, what was the decision that you guys came to to add the superstar mode in there? Like, what was it? Like, what does that mode fulfill in terms of like gameplay and just fun factor, etc.? Sure. Yeah. It, it adds a lot of depth to the game without adding a lot of complexity. It gives new players who are completely ignorant that the system exists and aren't even looking at it the ability to survive a KO. And they'll be like, I don't know why my character got back up, but I'm back in it, baby, let's go! You know, uh, And that feels great. And then as you learn it, you know, comeback is still a valuable strategic thing. And also activation is a valuable strategic thing for a variety of reasons, either for attack or defense or escape or whatever. Um, and, and the real reason it's here is because, uh, you know, you want all of these fights to kind of play out in different ways. And, uh, it just, it's that, it's that variable that you need to kind of let players generate threat or escape in really unique ways that they can't do all the time. You need those moments, right? Where something really spectacular or scary is happening, but that can't be all the time or it's too much. Right. Okay. Adam Hart. Yes. <laughs> what's, the, what's the priority system uh two attacks are going at each other at roughly the same time doesn't have to be like the exact same time but roughly the same time uh if those attacks hit you'll you'll be uh, in a clash situation so if those attacks are the same priority like if you do the basic chop and i do the basic chop we bounce off each other this builds a lot of superstar meter a lot look out hmm. um so clashes are cool. That's like, oh, you're, you and your opponent had the same idea at that moment. It kind of puts you back in a neutral right in front of each other. And it's like, oh, what next? Let's do it again. Let's build some superstar meter, baby. Let's keep clashing these chops until our superstar meters are full. Um, you might do that. Or you might be like, oh, he thinks we're going to clash chops again. So I'll do something higher priority that beats that. Or he's going to do something higher priority that beats that. So I'm just going to block or dodge. And it just puts you into a really kind of tight situation. So in an in a interaction like that, where two attacks are about to collide, and it's really two, two players attacking each other, it's not like a third party attacking you while you attack somebody else. Two players are attacking each other. 
the game will say, oh, here's a list of priorities. If this one's higher than that one, uh, then this one will just win outright. And what that will look like is like Brock's chop will just go right through me and then I'll finish my giant punch animation. Um, so there is a priority system explainer in the game. If you press the map button, uh, you're actually going to see a list of all the priorities. So uh, at the bottom is going to be your vicious attacks. Vicious attacks are unblockable, but they're the lowest priority. And then mm. above that is going to be your strike attacks. The special versions are better than the basic versions. So a basic chop is going to lose to like a special atomic punchline. Above that is going to be your weapons. Uh, and weapons have unblockable attacks too, so that's very interesting. That's the way to do a high priority unblockable. Uh, and then above that are power moves. This is a special class of move that just tends to beat almost everything. That's your drop kick. It's in your basic kit. And there's a special move called uppercut that's also a power move. And these just beat all kinds of stuff. Uh, <laughs> and they're they're really, really good, but you can't bail out of them usually. So they're bigger commitments. You got you to gotta know. Um, you know. You so know what not, I mean. You got to know. It's, it's, and then above not, that, super move. So it, it's, it's not so a circle. It's a yeah, line. I was about to ask. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, there is a circle at the bottom. It's like, oh, you know, block beats strike and vicious beats block, whatever. It's got the, the typical uh, RPS yeah. thing. But then above attack, there's just like the stack of of things that beat other things. Uh, it, it's it's very linear. It's very easy to follow. In the previous version, you may have played or seen. You would see an interaction like this, and it would say the word crush next to your character. That meant a move crushed another move. Uh, we've made that much more clear in this version, and now it'll say strike priority. Power priority, super priority. So it'll be much more clear to you what happened, whether you were on the receiving or delivering end. It's going to tell you what priority beat you. And and hopefully that will be very clear for you that, uh, you know, the reason your attack whiffed is because you were part of a priority system interaction. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, in the in the age of esports, that's also very key for viewers too right to be yeah, able to see definitely those helps. messages on the screen ki was mm -hmm. one of the first fighting games to put punish on the screen and i have always yeah. been super grateful for you guys starting that trend we don't have a punish display in this game yeah well that's that's <laughs> fair but... hey. <laughs> uh, well, what's wrong with you guys man get, get that in there then no uh yeah that system is really cool um uh, yeah, I don't want to get too deep into it, but the the net code in this game is a bit of a miracle. We weren't sure we could even accomplish it. And we didn't build a game that we loved that was fun and then try to make it work online. We built the net play first and then built <laughs> gameplay that worked within kind of the limitations of what the net play could accomplish. It's always a work in progress. Like even in this weekend's beta, it is vastly better than it was last time you played. And last time you played, it was very good. Yeah. Um, but they're always finding very interesting improvements. There's so much wizardry going on here. That I don't even understand <laughs> half of it, to be honest. Um, but the result of that, you know, is a, is a game in which you're not exactly seeing, you know, the, the move as your opponent starts it. Right. So trying to do something that's really like tight timing based or frame perfect or anything like that just doesn't work that well in the system. And what we found was that that felt kind of icky. Uh, for a while until we added the priority system and then it all kind of made sense it's like oh we both chopped at roughly the same time now we get a clash oh now i know you're gonna chop i can do a thing that beats that without having to like time it perfectly or be first and 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 what that'll kind of result in is that mythical combat game everybody seems to want where frame data doesn't matter that much <laughs> that's this game <laughs> kind of just works that way it doesn't really matter that much um, so you you really just want to know uh, what they're doing and try to counter it and know what's punishable, but it's not really about 
uh, yeah, the type of frame counting fighting game people really like. It's it's not really here, so don't bother. Well, oh, outside of uh, frame counting and frame data and all that stuff, another thing fighting game players like is training mode. Are we gonna have any sort of like open world so we can practice like traversal or dummies or anything like that hmm. to practice combos? Or you know, we'd like to see that stuff. So in this beta, no. At launch, there will be something. There will okay. be something. There will be something. Okay. There will be there will be a place you can go to read some tips and tutorials and do some practicing. There will be something. Okay. Okay. Yes. Even, right. even okay. in the betas, as you're getting ready to like launch out of the cannon, there's yes. like an intro. I don't remember how long it lasts. Yeah, the barge. Yeah. yeah, on the ship. Yeah. Uh, where you get to basically try stuff out. Like there's. Yeah, you have infinite health on there, and and you can experiment. Um, the servers fill up really fast in these betas, so you're not there for that long, unfortunately. Right. But uh, yeah, that is a good place to test your your controls and platforming and, and combat. As far there as... Are, oh, oh, sorry. There are, there are vending machines all over the barge and also tips. So you should look for some of those tips and read those. Uh, and also the vending machines can let you try out special moves and weapons and all kinds of things oh, uh, in that safe environment. So we talked a little bit about how some people in the office like playing a competitive style. Some people are less competitive. Yeah. Um, but you know, for those competitive folks, will there be like ranked matches? Will there be skill-based matchmaking, ladder, etc.? We uh, are not going to have any type of like ranked mode when we launch. Um, the, the matchmaking is is gonna you know try to make sure that people are having a good time. Take that for for what you will. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's really it's really kind of in your guys's hands if the community is playing the game. Uh, and and really getting into it, you guys tell us what you want to see. So right well, now we're going to well, release right a game now, that we think is super be... fun and that a lot of people can play together and have a great time. But if people want to start trying to run, you know, tournaments or events or you know host esportsy type spectator things, right. uh, you know, tell us what it is you need from us to try to make that cooler and better. And and we are listening and we will we will try to help. So, yeah. So are there? there gonna... Any of that stuff right away? Is there going to be a spectator mode? Is there going to be a way to host private servers? Right. We'll talk about that at a later models? date. Okay. That's not for today. So, yeah. So okay. that's that confirmed. We heard it here first. Later date <laughs> means coming for sure. You guys know <laughs> these, these game devs. We know what they're saying. So, I mean, is obviously we've been talking about, we've even just, you know, throwing around the words esports, obviously, epic games, all this stuff like that. So, is is there hardcore plans for esports in the future or is that something we can talk about at a future date we don't really look at it that way it's we're, we're trying to make a game that's fun and addictive and that you want to be playing and you want to be in here with your friends and uh esports for us is an organic thing it's it's something that the community builds it's not something we're planning to build mm -hmm. so uh if people want to make tournaments and, and all that kind of stuff, we'll figure out how we can help make that better for you and support it. But that's really on the community. If the community feels this is a game they want to compete in, awesome. Um, but but it's not something we're well, pursuing. I want like to know I'm going to be shoehorning tournaments on my stream <laughs> every damn week where I'm going to make some esports happen as soon as you give us a, a spectate option. Uh, hopefully so we lead, can figure something out. I will lead the way. I want you to know already. <laughs> all right, all right. Just give us drone controls so that we can fly a camera yeah. around, basically. That would be actually godlike. Uh, when, when you are uh, KO'd and in spectator mode, you can go into free cam mode and drone around. Oh, really? Okay, well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, hey, 
we've talked about uh, it a little bit, yeah. but not in detail yet. What is going to be new in this beta? Thank you for asking. Uh, there are a lot of new things in this beta, so this will hopefully excite some of the people who played last time, uh, the last couple times. Uh, lots of netcode improvements. Um, hopefully, you guys can let us know what you think after you've played 24 hours straight this weekend. Uh, <laughs> well... Yeah. Uh, the next thing I actually want to talk about is we've actually made some expansions to the basic moveset. So oh, yeah. in the previous version, you would press attack, attack, attack. You would do chop, punch, spin kick. And that was the basic combo. The spin kick didn't knock people over ledges, uh, but it could wall splat. Um, but you could only wall splat from like a short distance. So we've kind of revised the basic combo and given it different enders. So you have some different options now when you're doing the basic combo. So Different now if you enders, do, huh? yeah, if you do attack, <laughs> attack, attack, like you used to, you're going to get chop, punch, hammer fists. You're going to do like a big blah, hammer fist move, slaps the person to the ground. That's going to be your highest damage uh, uh, variant of your kind of basic combo. Uh, keeps the other player kind of close. Doesn't give you a ton of advantage time to go like pick up an item or anything, but it's good for keeping people close and doing the most amount of damage. Your next option, and this is going to be the hardest one to hit confirm, is going to be uh, attack into vicious attack. And that's going to do chop into spin kick, which is not going to knock them down. It's just going to shove them away. But it's really good for knocking people off ledges or into a wall splat. So if there's a wall nearby, you can get a wall splat, and that can lead into more, uh, which is great. And then your third option is actually going to be attack, attack vicious. So XXY or uh, whatever. And that's going to end the combo in a back toss. So you kind of like shoulder check the person and fling them back over your head. Uh, so this is a cool side switch thing, but they also linger in the air a little bit. This is like your advantage ender. If you want time, if you're fighting over a chicken and I want it, I do XXY, fling you into the air, pick up the chicken, pocket it, I'm gone Dude, before you can get really up. Cool. That is cool. Or if there was a teammate in a future mode where you were playing with a teammate, you could do XXY, fling somebody into the air, and your teammate could jump up in the air and grab them and give them the business, right? So that's a really good Easy. move to use. When I'm playing with uh, Keenan uh, in some of the duo tests in the studio, I'll yell, oh, and then I'll kind of hit those buttons, and he'll swing through it and finish the combo for me, which is super cool. Um, so that, that's new. Uh, there's one other new move in the basic move set, and that's the Vicious Blast. If you charge the Vicious Attack, you kind of be like, and your hands start glowing, and then you let go, and you slam the ground really hard, and it makes a huge red explosion. That explosion does zero damage, but it's unblockable. And it's really oh. good for just pushing people away or ledge guarding, huh. clearing a little bit of space. It also gets bigger the higher up you do it from. And the reason we added that move in was actually from uh, some of the duo mechanics, which I'm not going to get into yet, but uh, I'll explain those someday. But that, that was added to assist with some of the duo mechanics. I mean, is that um, does that mean it's not going to be as used in the in this beta this weekend? Like, I think there are a lot of uses for it solo still, but okay. it's definitely more useful. Again? You just hold the vicious button. You just hold triangle or Y. All right. Just charge up. Uh, huh. It's pretty cool. Um, we added a lot of air moves to a lot of weapons. So a lot of the weapons didn't have air moves in the last version, and now they do. So definitely experiment with those. There's some really cool ones. Um, last time we played wall splats. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, and it's unblockable. <laughs> yes! Yes! Let's go! Like a Marvel. Let's yeah. go! Um, 
Uh, wall splats in the last version you guys played were a little bit hard to pick up. You would have to like hit a guy against the wall, take a micro step backwards, do a micro yeah. jump, and then grab him out of the air. That stuff's way easier to pick up now. Wall splats okay. are way easier to pick up. You just it, it does everything I saw you all trying to do last time just works now. So if you get the wall splat, just hit whatever you want. It'll probably work. <laughs> um, so that's great. Uh, we added some UI improvements. That perk meter is now added, so it's much more clear when you're going to get your next perk nice. uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's some new messaging next to your character when you earn a new perk. It's like perk earned in the name and play a little celebration sound, which is awesome. Um, we added priority system messaging, like I discussed earlier, to let you know uh, exactly what uh, priority thing you got beat by or used to beat somebody else. And there's a priority system explainer in the map menu now as well. So if you need a quick reference of what beats what, that's, that's there for you. Um, the item cards that pop up when you get near an item, those have been vastly improved as well, and they're also shoved out of the way, so they no longer like overlap your character, which uh, <laughs> was kind of annoying. Um, much, much better on those, so definitely check those out. Um, we, had, we did a massive, massive balance tuning pass focused on making sure moves had unique identities and had risk rewards that made sense. So last time, Sumo Slaps did it all. It did twice the damage of a basic combo. It wall splatted. It did tons of stamina damage. You could combo it into itself three times for like <laughs> 660 damage. You just do Sumo Slap, stamina break, Sumo Slap, wall splat, Sumo Slap, <laughs> elbow drop, 700 damage. Look at me, I'm doing one move over and over again. Um, so, you know, a good example of how we tuned things is like, oh, this move has it all. It shouldn't. What is the purpose of this move? This move is multi-hitting, so it pairs really well with multi-hitting, you know, bonus perks. Mm -hmm. uh, and we like that it does a lot of stamina damage. That's the cool thing about it. It's, it's really for attacking the stamina. And we can keep the wall splat, too. Why not? But it actually does less damage now than your basic combo, the sumo slap. Mm -hmm. So if you were to punish somebody and you had a choice between sumo slap or basic combo, basic combo might be a better option raw damage wise. So now in that situation from before where you went sumo slap, sumo slap, sumo slap for 660 damage, if you do that now, it's going to be like 320 damage, way less. And a much better version of that combo would be sumo slap, stamina break, XY basic combo, use the spin kick for the wall splat, XXX basic combo to finish. Now you're doing three different things, so it's much more exciting to perform and watch. It does like you know, 450, 500 damage. It's still a lot. It's still really good, but it's not quite as brainless as as the previous version. And that was kind of the philosophy and how we tuned everything. Every move needs to have a very specific purpose and live on the hierarchy in a specific spot so that if it's high risk, like the, the, the tackle move is extremely high risk, very slow startup, long range, high damage and everything, but lots of recovery. It's one of the hardest hitting moves in the game because it's so risky. Right. So all of those things make a lot more sense now. And I think if you thought certain moves were too strong or useless last time, try them again, uh, because you will find that they all they all have a place now, um, which is new, awesome. Are there any new special moves added this time? Nope. Oh, okay. we'll we'll, we'll talk about uh, how the game may grow at a future date, but nothing, nothing new in that regard Did this you time. Take any out. Did you take anything uh, away from me? No, no, that's all still there. Um, <laughs> some perks got buffed uh, as well. You know, we found some perks were just not very good or not really usable. So there's some changes in there. Uh, so look forward to that as well. There have been hundreds of bug fixes and smaller gameplay tweaks and visual tweaks and polish that make the game just feel better than ever. Like none of these are worth celebrating on their own, but the combination of them over the last few months of work that we've done is just seriously night and day. I played a build from a few months ago recently and I was just like, Wow, <laughs> this is a huge difference. Um, 
And of course, in this beta, we're going to give you a new set of outfits to mix and match to check out <laughs> uh, just to get another preview of some of the possibilities and stuff like that. So nice. that's what's new in this beta this Saturday. I really hope that you all join us, uh, at least, um, you know, let all your friends know as well. This is completely open. If they have any of the platforms, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, uh, Epic Game Store on PC, you can get in there and, uh, and, and play with us, which will be super awesome. And uh, we're hungry for your feedback, so you can follow at Rumbleverse, send some feedback there. You can join our Discord, which has now got an open chat room as well. Uh, Tubbo's very active in there. And uh, yeah, we're, has, we're has really he, excited about this weekend and, and the road to launch. Has, has Arturo test the input lag on all the different platforms? <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't. He has not. Uh, I'm sure he'll be, he'll be trying the game out on a 800 gigahertz monitor or whatever. <laughs> Well, uh, we, the response time is amazing. Before we, before we let you go, Adam, we do have some fan questions from Reddit and Twitter. Okay. Sure. And I think some people in the chat probably want to ask you some stuff as well if you have time. If not, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, I can take a few. All right. Uh, well, first off from Twitter, at Rumbleverse asks, Tubbleware versus Keats at the top of the Grapital City building. Who's getting thrown off first, and are they following up with an elbow drop? Uh, I'm winning that free. Wait, hold, is it is it a pure one on one? Yes, just, just me and you. Okay, I'm definitely still winning that. Okay, no, is it? No what if it was like if it was like a two on one? I would still win that as well. Definitely. Um, not. It's yeah, hard to imagine a situation where you could ever beat me. Just like in regular fighting games. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I just can't picture you ever beating me. So I am going. Uh, I'm going to. Yeah, you. I really hope for easy your question. sake. Yeah. You're not. You're not playing in the test on Saturday. I hope easy for question. your sake. I would not follow up with the elbow drop for the second part of that question because I want I want the loot. Uh, I want the loot. So, uh, so after yeah. I throw him off, I've already I've already had loot because I'm a far superior player. All right, next question. Next course, question. Right. <laughs> next question. Reddit user SharpBen007 asks: Approximately how many emotes and what cosmetics will be available at launch? Numbers are weird and hard to talk about because it is kind of a game with a rotating store and a battle pass and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I will just say there is a substantial amount of season one content. Uh, I, I do think you will all be pretty impressed with our offerings. So uh, I, I really can't get into a number, but um, I think you will be pleased. We briefly addressed this, but maybe if, I don't know if you will, will want to dig more into it. Uh, Bluefire in the chat asks, I'm really curious about the challenges of making a net code for 40 people simultaneously. Is something like rollback even possible? We, we've kind of leveraged our learnings from all the years of all the things we've done on this. There are isolated elements of rollback in this, <laughs> but it is not a rollback game. Because right. um, it's it, server-based, it right? It's server-based. It is. So it is server-client-based. It's um, not a peer-to-peer -peer thing. Yeah. It's a rollback. If you had asked me four years ago, I would have said this was probably impossible. Um, but we, we, you know, some of the smartest people I've ever met you know, put put pen to paper and really tried to attack all of these problems. And uh, some incredible designers uh, also, you know, worked around the limitations to try and build something that feels incredible that, you know, works with the limitations that we do have with the, you know, the, the real situation of we need time for messages to travel from A to B and then B to C and back and all that stuff, right? Uh, it's, I, I think it's just really fascinating. I think this is like a deep dive for one of our engineers to do. Uh, shout outs to Ramon Franco, who is the love of my life. And I dedicate this interview to him, of course. Um, I, I think, you know, 
him or, or Eric uh, Dantarian maybe will do some sort of GDC talk someday about all of this stuff. Because I, I do think it's truly fascinating if you want to nerd out on, on Netflay stuff. Actually, but, I'm really um, curious. <laughs> like, you, you, you guys know me. I am one of the pickiest people there is when it comes to Netplay. I won't yeah. tolerate anything less than perfection uh, when I'm playing online and I get really huffy about it. I've played this game online for a thousand hours. I absolutely adore it. I think it it hits all the notes it needs to hit, and um, it doesn't feel like the games you've played before. It's got its own feel, and you'll get over that in minutes. Honestly, uh, it, it's really cool. I love it so much. Yeah, I, I saw someone in the chat say Sagem's not playing this game when you didn't say anything about rollback. Sagem seems to like this game a lot. So. Played the game <laughs> yeah. and absolutely loved it, and not once had a problem with internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, the internet's the internet. Sometimes right. some stuff's going to happen. But one of the coolest things about Battle Royale is that if James Rage quits, I don't care. I'm one I step will. closer to the victory. I don't even know if he Rage quit. Rage quit, right? And then if David loses his connection, it doesn't matter. All I see is that I'm now in eighth place instead of ninth place. <laughs> I probably don't even know he disconnected. Like, there's just some magic of Battle Royale in, the, in that regard. Uh, there's some other Battle Royale magic, too, that really fascinates me. Uh, this is kind of a tangent, but... Uh, you know, we would run playtests in the studio and kind of track over an hour what placement people got. And within one hour, 75% of the players would get a top 25% finish. So everyone feels like they're kicking ass. They all feel like they're in the top 25%, cool. even though they're not. Because you will just rank that high sometimes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty neat, actually. Um, I think it'll be interesting when you guys try competitive stuff to figure out how to score it because you really can't just go off who gets first. There's a lot more going on here that you're going to have to track. So it'll be an interesting conversation to see how you want to figure out how to uh, figure out who is actually the best over like a set of four games or something like that. Because uh, it's definitely not who can get first twice. <laughs> so uh, I have a viewer question of my own. Okay. Just to Oh, you're a win. viewer and an interviewer. <laughs> uh, is Mars... Mighty Mar helping test this game right now. Absolutely, and yeah. If he is, how many characters can he play at once at the same <laughs> I, I time? Just two. <laughs> I, th I think two. Okay, uh, he actually, okay. he actually KO'd me in a game today, and uh, he he laughed, and I was sad. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Yeah, he's he's very strong. Nice. And then uh, leaving this to the position of importance that I hold it in at the very end. If you would, could you talk a little bit about what the lore may entail? The lore. <laughs> uh, I gave you a little background on kind of the, the world, right? Everyone here is born uh, with the sole goal of being a champion and, and kind of the entire infrastructure of the city is kind of built around supporting that endeavor. Uh, you know, when the, when the rumble starts and uh, the battle barge pulls up, everyone goes indoors and becomes a spectator to get out of their cars and leave their cars in the streets because they just want to watch the rumble and not interfere. Uh, until it's their turn to join the Rumble and try to become the champion and stuff. There's a lot of story to tell here, uh, and it's something we plan on telling in a lot of interesting ways in the future, but I really can't say more than that okay. at the moment. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing that I just wanted to address is that in my playing of it, I just found that the world was hilarious. Like, there yeah. were, there's like a lot of comedy in there. Can you talk a little bit about how that was developed? Do you like dad jokes? Because we've got all of them. <laughs> That's all I like. <laughs> we like. We've got all of them. Uh, honestly, you should just explore the map at some point. Um, 
and just look at some of the signs that the art and fiction teams have come up with. There's some hilarious stuff in here. Uh, you know, a lot of it's really dumb, but that's the game. The game is dumb, right? It's big, dumb fun. That's kind of one of the pillars of the game is just to be this big, hysterical thing. Uh, so I definitely invite you to explore the environment and, and do some sightseeing beyond just the combat this weekend. Is there anything else that you'd like to get to that we haven't talked about? Uh, I don't think so. I think you guys uh, made me run the whole gamut here. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, I'll just reiterate that I'm still in love with this game. I still uh, play test it many hours a week and have a blast every time. I get serious like belly laughs every time I play this. Every hour, something incredibly stupid happens that just makes us all die laughing. Mm. And that is that is part of what why I'm so addicted to it. Um, you know, I love outsmarting multiple people at once, and that's great and all, but it's ultimately just a really chill fun, funny game to play. I can sit down with this for hours and not take it seriously. I can sit down with it for hours and take it really seriously. It just depends on my mood. Um, it's a blast. If you come from fighting games, I think you're going to find a lot to love here. If you don't come from fighting games, I think you're going to find a lot to love here. Um, I, I really would love it if you are you know, a fan of Iron Galaxy or a fan of mine or a fan of fighting games or a fan of Ultra Chen. Please give us a download and give us a try this weekend. I, I think you'll like what you play. Is there any genre of players that won't find something that they love in this game? <laughs> so far, according to our tests, no. <laughs> we'll find people who will be like, my background's in real-time strategy. I like to click and watch somebody walk there. And then they'll play this game and they'll be like, I loved it. <laughs> so, okay, cool. Um, I don't know. It, it's just a, it's a high-charm video game that just feels good to touch. So, uh, you know, find out if it's for you and find out this weekend. Hey, as a 4X player myself, for many, many way too many hours and years uh, i really like this game thank I you really like <laughs> i like it too all right cool man well thanks a lot for coming on and chatting with us about it we're of course, really yeah. happy to have you on it was a pleasure and uh you know i where uh, i love all three of you and i really appreciate you having me on and, and appreciate your friendship and support over the years you've you've been uh wonderful pillars in my life so just wanted to say mm -hmm. from the bottom of my heart much love to you and uh uh it's been really fun spending the last hour or so with you and, you. and uh, for those people watching on YouTube and such, uh, where can they go to ask more questions, find out more about Rumbleverse? Yeah, definitely go to at Rumbleverse on Twitter. Um, and then you can also follow the links there to join our Discord. There's a lively chat in there. Uh, community managers and Tupperware will help you uh, with all <laughs> kinds of questions. He knows a lot about this game. He, he, he calls himself the best player outside of Iron Galaxy. He might be right. He might be right. Don't give he's him that. Good. Don't give him that. Don't give him that. <laughs> he's good. He's, he's yeah, pretty good. I, have, I have undeniable proof. You just got to watch my streams. Yeah, I got he's more good. dubs than anyone. Uh, but yeah, that, that would be your best source uh, uh, for now, I believe. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks again. We're going to move on. Okay. Thanks, good guys. Adam. Thanks, thanks for Adam, on, for jumping on. All right. Let's switch over back to this view here. And there we go. Haven't been updating all these things as we've gone. So do we want to take a break or do we want to just go straight through this whole entire thing? Dudes? Well, I have to do a little tinkle. So if you don't mind, let's take a let's break. Let's take a quick break. And after that's done, should be, you know, five or ten seconds. I'll okay. be back. No problem. We will be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk all about Street Fighter VI after this. Welcome 
back, everybody, to the Tuesday show. Uh, thanks again for Adam coming onto the show and talking with us all about Rumbleverse. Hope you guys enjoyed all of that brand new information. You heard it here first. But <laughs> speaking of brand new information, and we heard it first, uh, something got announced recently. Well, not announced, but we got some new reveals about something. Uh, what was that, uh, David? So, have you guys heard of Street Fighter? Well, there's a sixth one coming out. <laughs> Actually, Street Fighter Six, technically maybe seven or eight, depending on how you count that. Yeah. Six is coming out, and it was shown as a trailer during Sony's State of Play. Uh, there were some rumors that that was going to happen, and I was like, I don't think that's going to happen. And then, lo and behold, it was there. Furthermore, there was a Street Fighter Six website put up that has just a ton of information mm. about the game, like a surprisingly large amount of information about the game. And also, there was a whole leak of a bunch, of, of, leaks. A bunch of characters, a bunch yeah. of leaks indeed. Yeah. Uh, but among other things, showing like a lot of the roster. We don't know if it's A, real, although probably, and B, <laughs> we don't know uh, if it's the base roster. Is this like including DLC, which assuming, you know, that there will be. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, a ton of, ton of info has come out about Street Fighter Six in just the last week. So let's talk about it. As far as the trailer goes, <laughs> I got to oh. tell you, man, like right off the bat, like, I was really into it. Like I, uh, I thought that it looked great. I thought that the the characters that they showed, the new ones that they showed, looked really sick. We had previously seen like a tiny bit of Ryu and a tiny bit of Luke, but mm -hmm. this is a lot more. And I thought it looked really cool. Yeah. So I mean, before we talk about our own impressions, one of the things that I just want to say is I was very pleasantly surprised at the reception that this information has been getting. You know, every time a new fighting game comes out, people are like, outside of like Dragon Ball Fighters, which was just, you know, universally effusive praise because it was so beautiful. But like, you always see, oh God, this looks, oh, oh no, oh, what are they doing? What have they done? Oh, it's changing. I hate the way this, you know, but like, I'm, most of what I've been reading have been surprisingly positive. So uh, it's I, I, kudos to Capcom for seemingly doing a, a, a pretty bang-up job with this so far. Dude, it's positive because it looks sick. Honestly, <laughs> like, that's, that's why. If this came out and, and the graphics were bad or whatever, you know, whatever could be wrong with it, I probably wouldn't have gotten the same reaction. But the characters that we saw in the leak, all their designs, in my opinion, are the coolest that most of those characters have ever looked. Mm -hmm. Obviously, those aren't in-game looks, so I don't necessarily know how it would translate there, but... Oh, wait, are designs. you speaking about what we've seen, or are you speaking on the leaks? I'm, the, I'm talking about the leaks. I think that they're okay. the coolest that I've, that I've seen. But just to say, even, even for the characters that we've seen that are official, so we know that Ryu, Luke, Chun, and Jamie, this new character is in, there's also like a little bit of a character called Kimberly that you can see in one of the backgrounds that the book that was shown. So we know that some of these characters are in here. DJ uh, another... actually appears in the trailer as well. DJ appears in the trailer. Yeah, he's on a, one of the Jumbotrons. Oh, you can clearly see his face. I that didn't I didn't know. know. Okay, that's, okay, that's okay. very interesting. There's also another character that is shown in the trailer that uh, hasn't been officially named. Um, so I don't know if anybody wants a spoiler or whatever, right, but yeah, uh, I mean, we won't talk about the spoilers, although everybody knows and shout outs yeah. also to the street fighter Twitter for kind of just like saying like, Hey, I know citizens of Metro city have seen things they were not 
that were not <laughs> right. meant to be seen. Oh, yeah. But you know, that's I mean, a, that's the way to handle it. Yeah. Honestly, it was one of the best ways to handle it that I because yeah, they, they did no it humorlessly it. It and kind of in character. Which shout outs to them. Honestly, it was really cool. Yeah, I I love people talking in the chat about the animation. I think it looks great. I, I you know some of the stuff is obviously not ready yet, and that well, makes sense because it's not a I, finished game. But I've seen people talking about how the so on on Twitter they've been drip feeding certain things for with yeah. characters, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I've seen people say, "Oh, these animations look better than the original trailer." I want to point something out to people. A lot of AAA game studios don't make their own trailers. Yes. They will give a another studio several clips um, and you know situations that they want seen, and they'll send all that uh, information, all that data over, and they send this months in advance so they can prepare the trailer for launch or, or whenever they're launching the trailer, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you'd have to imagine they're giving them, you know, a three to six month old build footage to yeah. make the trailer with, right? Uh, and then there's like, oh, these animations look so much cleaner. Well, yeah, because that's from a newer build, most likely. They're recording that <laughs> stuff for Twitter in house, whereas the you know the other stuff was made months ago. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, of course it's gonna look more polished in, in the stuff they're gonna drip feed us from here on out. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm really appreciative, and I know a lot of people have talked about this, but the art design of the game, the fact that the game is going more like almost kind of back to this gritty to the streets kind of thing. You know, we've seen them walking up to the garage door and it transitions to them walking down to the ring and people in the, I mean, it's almost like pit fighter. Like, you know, the people are sitting there cheering the guys going into the ring. You know, it's very kind of urban gritty. It, it feels like street fighter. And, uh, you know, based off of the leaks as well, again, I'm not going to spoil anything about the leaks, but one of the things that the leaks did reveal is that all the characters are firmly tied to a country of origin and I'm really happy about that too because that was always one of my favorite things about original Street Fighter 2 and stuff you know that you know it was like it felt like the tournament like here's this guy from this country representing here and stuff and I, I'm really happy about that honestly and uh, I, I just, the game it's weird because Desk put out that footage of the side by side and I've never thought Chun-Li's EX lightning kick in Street Fighter V looked stiff. But then as soon as you look the two side by side, like Street Fighter's EX lightning legs looked really stiff. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> I mean, it's just a sign of improvement. Also, though, not all things do look better. For example, Ryu's Tatsu looks jank. It's going the wrong way, first and foremost. Second off, he kind of just lifts up the ground in helicopters. <laughs> it, looks, it looks very like it was made in 94. Uh, so there, not everything is perfect. I, I don't want to make it sound like it's oh, all yeah. roses. Of course, of course. However, I, I agree. I, I like I like the look of it. I like the graffiti stuff, man. Yeah, I think I that too. shit looks super dope. Yeah, there's Competitively, like a it might be a little vibe. much to get used to. It's a, it's a lot. So maybe oh. I, I kind of hope they, they, they die it down a little nah, bit. Dude. Oh, really? But no, it looks dude. really cool, man. Dude, it looks really cool. You're a Marvel player. What are you talking Ultimate about? Ultimate Marvel That's, versus Capcom 3. Though, different. Guilty Gear Strive have already proven that those things will all disappear once we keep playing the game, honestly. Yeah, Brock, yeah. you don't even know what they look like. You haven't seen them in 10 years. You, you, you got 
your eyes saw them for the first time, and then a year in, I mean, he, you right, never so saw any of those effects earlier. ever again. On your earlier, and what's one of the first things they did when that game KI came from the old death to Iron Galaxy? They 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 got rid of like half the hit sparks because it was too much. Sometimes it can be too much. Guys. It can be too much, but I don't think this is going to be. I, I don't I don't know if this is or isn't. But if it is, I hope they, you know, tone it down if, if need be is what I'm saying. Ha have See, you even seen the big combo counter, the uh, big counter message? In yeah, all the lately? time. Yes. I mean, it pops up, but does your brain think like yes, it's my really brain large. still sees it? Yeah, because that's oh, how really? I confirm counter hits. Well, with that. <laughs> I know that you do that. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I noticed that. Yeah, of course you see it. What I'm trying to say is, does it bother you at all? No, you don't even think about it. It never anymore. bothered me. I didn't ever. You're asking the wrong guy here. I, well, okay. I always thought that was dope. As other <laughs> people, other people did not like that. They thought that it was too big. Look, and I bet for those who are still yeah, playing, they no smart. longer notice it in the same way. I... It's not just a functional thing. Love it. I love the slowdown on the parries. I love the crazy zigzag, the spray paint art yeah. when it like shoots out of the, the, the whatever happens that generates it. Like the footage that I saw, Jamie does this and all the spray paint comes out and it actually lands on the ground. Like the spray paint stays on the ground and does, even yeah, to the point like where... Yeah, and where Jamie is spinning, he leaves a hole where the paint, like, maybe lands on him, and so it doesn't hit the ground. Like, there's almost kind of this interactive element to it, and it fades away later. But, like, dude, my one of my biggest complaints about Street Fighter V is that from a, and like what I was talking to Keats about trying to make esports friendly to viewers, you have to think about how viewers who aren't playing the game, perceive the game. Street Fighter V had very little in that department. Crush counters are like the only thing, right? But, you know, this game is dialing it up. And when you see those slow, mo that pa the just parries, and it's like super slow. And it, dude, I, I don't know. Like, I got hype yeah, watching I think that. that stuff looks super cool. I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. So the drive system. Is in this drive game. system seems dope. <laughs> it's got a drive gauge. What's a drive gauge? What's a drive system? Well, the drive gauge, the drive system uh, gives you drive gauge. You'll enter a burnout state if you spend your entire thing with big disadvantages, but it also replenishes automatically, making meter management a key to the fight. Well, what can you do with it? So you got drive impact, which is a powerful strike that can absorb an opponent's incoming attack. Focus attack. attack. Focus attack. Focus attack. It's focused. You can also do a drive parry. A drive yeah, parry. Parries, you say. That's right, which is a parry. And there's also perfect parry, which gives you extra benefits of whatever kind. Mm -hmm. Then there's overdrive, which is EX. Moves, EX. But, uh, it's funny, in their actual description, they say, these are the same attacks as EX special moves in past games. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> they literally say, we just renamed it. Yeah. And then there's Drive Rush, which performs a quick rush forward from a Drive Parry or a cancelable normal attack. FADC. FADC. Drive Reversal, perform a counterattack while blocking an opponent's attack. Alpha Counter. Alpha Counter. There you go. So there's a whole bunch of different stuff that is tied to the Drive Meter that it, you know takes inspiration if not just like doesn't outright lift uh, the ideas from <laughs> previous street fighter games and what's interesting is that it's you know we've talked in the past what do you want to stream street fighter 6 james is like i want to see parries other people are like i want to see this or that this is just like a lot of different stuff that's all kind of hot <laughs> i was literally just gonna say 
I don't know how I'm going to feel about playing my favorite fighting game and my or my favorite Street Fighter, my least favorite Street Fighter at the same, the same time. time. Mm. <laughs> like, how am I? I I'm going to have to play Street Fighter 4 and Third Strike at the same time. How am I going to feel about this? I have yeah. no idea. Focus Attack plus FADC and also parries. Yeah. And also parry, yeah. I, and and dude, I, it feels like a CBS2 groove, I swear. Dude, mm. I love it because, you know, this. The individualization that's possible from this, I think, is fantastic. This will actually make it so that one, you know, uh, Ryu player will focus on something and another Ryu player could potentially focus. Like, maybe one of them wants to spend the three bars on that dash cancel on normals, you know, for for cool combos or whatever. Maybe the other guy wants to save it for pairing and plays a defensive Ryu and stuff. I think it's really cool. And, and, and resource management has always been one of my favorite aspects of fighting games. A lot of fighting games have done this where the resource does a bunch of different things. But this feels like kind of an extreme level of what I've wanted to do. In fact, one of the original ideas for Street Fighter 4 when talking to Seth Killian about that game a long time ago was strangely something similar to this. So. And honestly, it kind of just feels like a celebration of Street Fighter, right? Yeah. Taking mm. little bits and pieces from from all like the fan favorite games and, and putting it all into one thing. It kind of feels like they're they're celebrating Street Fighter a little bit. And isn't the 30, 30th anniversary coming up or thirty fifth? No, that's or already thirty fifth. Thirtieth happened already. Yeah, thirty yeah, fifth is coming. So maybe it's maybe something to do with that. But it it's, it seems really dope, man. And also, I'd like to point out. So far, there's no comeback mechanic. We don't know of a comeback mechanic yet. Mm-hmm. And that is so goddamn refreshing. I'm so <laughs> sick of fighting games having a comeback mechanic. I really hope there isn't one besides, you know, maybe parry if you want to count that, right? Or, or whatever. You're, you're using your drive meter the correct way. Because, man, I'm just so sick of the shoehorned comeback mechanics that never end up as comeback mechanics, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's never That's never how they actually end up, usually. It's usually... Player one gets their thing, then player two gets their thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah, I, I think it's cool that we don't have a, a comeback mechanic yet. Hopefully, I hope at all. Hope, oh, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. But like from what we can tell, yeah, and and that's it's nice. I mean, I hope they bring back Chip Death, but that's another story. So maybe I don't see any reason not to so with too. this particular I set of so info too. we have. But I guess we'll see. There's as Aries. People, why shouldn't there be Chip Death? Right. That's I, true, I, that makes true. sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as other stuff, people are pointing out in the chat that there's no stun bar that's visible. That doesn't necessarily mean no stun, because other Street yeah. Fighter games have had mm-hmm. stun bars that are invisible. Street Fighter so, 4, Street Fighter 2. There you go. So it could be that. We just don't really know either way. And then another thing to talk about here is that there are two control types, modern yeah. and classic. Modern is basically, well, I should say first, classic is the classic kind that we're all right. used to, right? You have control over your character in whatever way that you can. And modern uh, pairs it down a little bit. So there's... Uh, let's see, I'm bringing it up now. Uh, so there's like light attack, medium attack, heavy, and then special move is a button right. in this uh, set. Um, and Modern. it allows you to perform special attacks with simple button combinations. On the other hand, it doesn't give you access to all of your tools. Not all of your tools are going to mm-hmm. be available in modern control type. So the light attack, medium attack, heavy attack. Right, yeah. As opposed to having like all six. Two light, right, two yeah. medium, mm-hmm. two heavy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, so you just you don't have I, all the stuff. It's, but you know that does that 
I imagine the idea here is to help bring people into the fighting game and other games have had, you know, simple mode or whatever stuff like that in the past. It's not like a new idea. Um, so I'm not particularly worried about this. But one thing I will say is that my hope, although I don't expect it, my hope is that both of these could be competitively viable. I think it would actually be super sick if one of the modes was I like, mean, yeah. yeah, you have access to like your DP immediately and to your special moves without having to think about any, any emotions, but you don't have as much control over your character. Probably not possible I mean, to balance both in the same way, but I do think it would be cool. And, and, and even if not, I like the idea of giving people who are getting into the game for the first time uh, dude, some, some way. I, leaks be damned. If Zangief is in the game, walk up SPD on one button sounds terrifying. It could be, but what if he just yeah, like, can't use his what if, Yeah, I would say, what, what if mm-hmm. one of the LMRHs contains his best anti-air and now all of a sudden he can't anti-air because his best anti-air button yep, isn't part of the exactly, LMH. Exactly, exactly. You know, like there, there's so many ways you can go with that. Me personally, I'm a fan of how Grand Blue handled. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Easy, easy inputs. I think they nailed it on the head that everybody can do them. It, there's just a cool down, blah, 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 yada, yada. Um, but I like, like David said, I, I hope that both control schemes can be competitive you're worried about one button SPD. I'm worried about charge characters. <laughs> well, what if Guile that's can true. walk forward How... flash kick? That like that's true. a problem. And and if we believe leaks, he's probably in the game. So that's a, I'm really curious how they go about charge. Are there not any charge characters in the game? Do they fundamentally change how Guile plays? Like, I, how does this work? Like, I that doesn't seem likely. But I, that's what I'm saying, though. So, how does this work? Like, I no charge flash kick seems like a problem, right? Could be. Could so, be. I'm really curious how they balance this. It also think... might be the case that you don't have access to all of your special moves, even. Although, I guess Guile's only got two, so probably not an issue for him. <laughs> yeah, not much of a problem for him. I always just feel like you know, one, I still think that there should be an option to turn on the charge meter on your screen so you can see how much you've charged for newcomers. Uh, but like, but that gives away how much you charge too. That's another problem. Right. That's true. It's true. But I mean, maybe just on your view for your own character and not in versus mode or something, but you know, for online purposes, but also maybe they make it so that Sonic Boom or Flash Key, cause you have to hold the button for a certain amount of time and then it finally, or yeah, something, that, that's true. you know, they, they could do that. They could find ways to do that. I guess we'll so. see, but I thought that was interesting. Another thing to point out here, although this is not strictly gameplay. <laughs> is that there is real-time commentary. In the actual video game, they actually got Vicious and Aru to Congrats, do Jeremy. in-game commentary. Dude. Oh, man, that was the Congrats, coolest Jeremy. news I've heard in so long. Dude, I, was so I, was, I was bawling. I was crying oh. so hard. I was so was, happy. Dude, Jeremy, what a cool I, moment, dude. he's come amazing, so far amazing. as a commentator. And, you know, yeah. they definitely hinted that more commentators are coming in here. My prediction... Honestly, is Tasty Steve because SFL, be right? I mean, it makes a lot of sense, yeah, right? Sense. So, yeah. like, I feel like that's kind of thing. But it would be sick if the uh, like another Japanese commentator was like Nuki or something like that. Would be that would be really, great. Really I would really hear Nuki just screaming the whole time. I yeah. want other languages. I want like yeah. Ken Bogard in French. I want Spanish. Like, I just I I think that would be super sick too. Uh, even more than having other English language or Japanese language commentators. I'd really like to, to spread it around more. One of the things that was interesting, though, is during the clip that they were showing, like the stuff that Jeremy was saying that they show in the clip, like he was just kind of talking about the neutral. You know what yeah. I mean? So it wasn't just like, oh, my God, he did this. Oh, my God. Like, you know, like like a like a. 
did you see that attack? You know, kind of thing. It's like, it, it, it felt yeah, like... Yeah, they, they try to make it somewhat realistic. Yeah, I, and I if it's oh, educational, I think that would be awesome. Like, if it That's talks really about good. stuff well, like that. Well, I, I want to see it in person before I make right, judgment yeah. on that. Cause, of course. It could have like, been edited just so it looked like that. My and brain, really just random shit my brain is going too far, but, like, what if you block a bunch of jump attacks and it's like, he's got to start anti-airing, you know? like I mean, that, but that that is possible if you look at other games that have in-game. This is not the first video game that's had in-game yeah, 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 of course, of course. Like, if you look at what some of the other ones do, they actually have gotten really complicated and detailed yeah. in some cases. In, uh, so and again, I guess that's possible. I know a lot of people hit both of us up, you know, like, can't wait for oh, the yeah. Ultra Chen DLC, stuff like that. I mean, someone mentioned it, the is it going to kill? If if I could <laughs> get is cool. it going to kill into an official Street Fighter game, like, I don't even know how, like, I would probably be bawling, you know? Like, if, like, the first time hearing that, playing the game and hearing myself yell something like that, I don't, I don't even know. How I how well, I would react. I have, to that, a, I have a strong feeling it'll probably happen, James. I have a strong you feeling. You think so? I I, I yeah. I think both of you are probably gonna get your own packs. I I hope you do it. <laughs> hey, look, man. If I hope you do, I, you I, deserve it. I'll put it that so, way. Someone if joked that. If I was that... in it, I wouldn't be able to tell you. And if I'm not in it, then when I say that I'm not in it, you would just think, oh, they probably don't want you to be able to <laughs> tell anybody. So, I do. I I mean, I like real do? talk. I, I'd rather it be a surprise, anyways. Yeah, okay. so... Dude, I, someone whatever. on Twitter joked that I should yell, is it going to kill every time someone does a super, no matter how much life they have. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Anyway, yeah, big, big congrats to Jeremy. Uh, he said yeah. that as well, yeah. that the sessions of doing it, uh, of, of you know having somebody who's directing him doing it, was actually really helpful for his just regular oh, commentary, like to like learn how to like use his huh. voice even better than he already does, so... I thought that was really, really Dang, cool as well. Okay. Now um, I'm now I'm even more jealous, dude. Shoot. Like I wanna I want that kind of help. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the versus mode, which is called Fighting Grounds, but then there's also the battle hub where, you know, presumably it's like CFN in some fancier type of way, where you I don't know, to speculate. You can see your matches, you can see other people's matches, you can whatever, do other stuff there. Uh, and then there's also world tour mode, which looks like it's like a big single yeah. player open world almost situation. Oh, thank God. GTA oh. Street Fighter. Dude, from what I've seen, like Street Fighter Five launch and Street Fighter Six launch, like right. if they put in well. all these modes you know, knock on wood, I just, like, I am... Yeah, be careful, James. Yeah, I mean, it could be don't, garbage, don't jinx right? Don't man. Don't jinx them, please. Yeah. It looks real good so far, don't, uh... But, I mean, if if what what we've seen so far... I mean, they just revealed... Apparently, this was in Soul Calibur 2, so it was my mistake yeah. that they hadn't done this, that I thought people hadn't done this before. But in the Versus screen, you can, like, change their faces and stuff like that. And just, like, little things like that, I just... Like, it feels like they they sat down in a room and were like, what can we do to improve this experience? And, again, look, the way that they've done, you know, once they... Changed over to doing those winter updates and those all those updates with with uh, Matsumoto and Nakayama-san. You know, like I just feel like they they I I don't know. Like obviously everyone's good. You you work for them, James. Whatever, blah. But like I have so much faith in what Matsumoto and Nakayama-san are doing. It's like honestly, genuinely, 
I love what they've done with the tail end of Street Fighter Five and what I've seen for yeah. six so far. Genuinely, like no, no, no bias here. I think it's really cool. I'm with you, man. I really like SF5 right now, and I'm really loving all the things that I've seen out of SF6 so far. There's going to be more info, probably. Not guaranteed. Probably. On the Capcom showcase on June 13th at 3 p.m. This is something that they announced yeah, I would imagine a show some- couple days ago. Yeah, they don't explicitly say that there's going to be Street Fighter stuff in here, and it's a Capcom showcase. Show. There's probably other stuff, too. But, you know, good bet that there's going to be at least some SF5 <laughs> stuff. So, again, that's June 13th at 3 p.m. Pacific time Dude. for around 35 minutes of news and in-depth in update. Everyone keeps talking about the net code. If that showcase has only five seconds of Street Fighter Six and it says, roll back net code, Street Fighter Six the end, I think that's it. Hey, look, I'm not even worried about it. I'll be honest, man. I'm not even worried about the net code. I, it's not a concern for me. Right. They did a good net code with MVCI. It's extremely clear given the release of Strive and KOF 15, that you need to have rollback. Mm-hmm. It's a, extremely obvious. Obviously, it should have been obvious before. But in the last year, it's been made extremely obvious. So if they don't do that, it's just like a huge, huge error that nobody will forgive them for. A, a, lot, a lot of people have kind of moved through in SF5 um, knowing that the netcode is, to be fair, not as bad as we sometimes make it out to be, mm-hmm. but not as good as, as some other games as well, for sure. And we know that, and probably a big part of why SF5 survives its launch, uh, which was, was pretty rough, of course, was that it's Street Fighter. And it just yeah. got, you know, got to move on. Dude, just, just on, on the not going to work anymore. It will Nothing, not work again. It's not, not excess, twice in a row. There are too many other good oh, yeah, fighting yeah, yeah. games for that to be the case at this point. Dude, nothing excess says Chris Who for commentary. If he could explain stuff like the, the DHC glitch in-game, <laughs> dude, that would be amazing. Do you understand? No one don't understand. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of... Of of room, I think, for fun personalization, even in what we see we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some hints that yeah, in, it, in oh, the uh, stuff I don't want to talk about, but yeah, yeah, there is there is stuff. Well, uh, maybe that is what I was going to talk about. I guess yeah, I don't talk about the leaks, leaks or not. Okay, all right, well, fair <laughs> enough. But we do at least know that you're going to be able to control your character's portrait on the versus screen, like right, we were talking yeah, about, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that means that there's going to be some personalization there. I am hoping that we'll be able to get like meme download packs that's exact i just want the ability to make stupid meme faces that are famous on the internet with like zangief or who whatever character it doesn't matter you're just gonna spin the controller and your character's just gonna be going i will have my choice and i and maybe i have like a speech prepared i will have my my choice (laughs) no i'll 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 main something i think that would be great obviously i don't know if this is gonna happen but that's something that i think is possible with that and i hope that there will be other points of personalization as well in the game anything else to say about what we've seen so far and that's not leaks <laughs> uh, if you want to see leaks you'll find them yourself we're not talking yeah about they're them. out yeah. there dude everyone is just tweeting about it at this point i mean it's almost kind of silly that we're not talking about it but yeah, i'd just rather but, be, you know, i'd rather be safe to be honest yeah with you, you two so. should be safe i could talk about them but you guys yeah, should be yeah don't talk about we it. should probably also mention the fact too that you know there was that uh, tweet from the Evo staff saying that they've been working directly with like the Unreal Engine and all this stuff like that. So hopefully Street Fighter 6 across all platforms, because like Arturo, who's been championing all this stuff, has like, if they just fix it on consoles, I don't care anymore. Like, you know, like all of my work can go to waste because everyone is going to benefit from just having the input lag be as tight as possible on 
PCs and consoles. He's like, he's willing to throw all that away if the devs fix it. And if they can get that in Street Fighter Six, dude, bless, bless the Evo staff for working with them. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it is super dope. All right. Anything else to say on Street Fighter Six? Mm, nope. I think that's it. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> the Ultra Chen. You're really excited there, David. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the announcement as we move on to the next one. Uh, we are going to be ending the regular traditional Tuesday show. Uh, that's the decision that we came to over the last week. And the last one will be next week on the 14th. Um, the reason for this is that, uh, most immediately maybe, the reason for this is that I'm taking a new job. I'm getting a new job. And that new job is going to have some uh, restrictions on how I can kind of conduct myself in public. It's not like anything terrible or, or extremely overbearing, but I won't be able to talk about basically things that like are related to the company that I'm going to be working for, which is to say fighting games, rights holders, tournament organizers, and that's like the stuff that we talk about on the Tuesday show, <laughs> more or less. Uh, so I won't be able to talk about them in, in the same way, and that just means that it's not going to be the same show. Even if we were to continue doing something, it's just it can't be the same show uh, yeah. that it's been for so long. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the most immediate reason for this. The, you know, maybe a little bit down the ways reason for this, at least on my end, my part, is that I've been doing the same things for about 10 and a half years now. And that's, <laughs> that's how long the Tuesday show has been going on. We've been doing the Tuesday show about 48 to 50 weeks every single year for the last 11 10 and a half years. years. 11 Almost. and a half. 11 and a half. There you go. Which, which means 500 plus shows that we've done. And that's been amazing, but at the same time, I'm kind of ready to move on and do different things. Uh, that's part of the reason that I'm taking this new job is that I kind, of, I kind of feel like that. I don't feel like that about many things, to be honest. I'm actually lucky enough to feel like I really like where I am at and in life in general, but yeah, I'm ready for a change, to be honest. Um, so that's a really bittersweet feeling. Um, I've obviously really loved doing the regular Tuesday show with you two guys. Uh, and that's been like a very like a like a regular thing for me. Um, and you know, back in the day when I was often depressed, the Tuesday show was something that would like keep me regular. Oh, it's another Tuesday show to like kind of snap out of it a little bit. Um, so it's 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 definitely played like a, a really positive role for me. There's um, no, I, I always equate it to like gym buddies kind of thing. We would have never gone on this many years if yeah. like both of us weren't doing it, honestly. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. But, you know, I'm, I'm ready to move on. I, I, I'm very excited for the new thing that I'm going to be doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're, I see people in the chat who are um, not, not super thrilled about it, and I, I get it. I mean, that's, <laughs> if, if no I'm, one's mad at you. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. And I know that it's been a regular thing for a lot of people. Um, I've talked with people about that, you know, for years at this point, and I really appreciate that. That's amazing. Um, and, you know, if there's anybody that I'm worried about, like, it's not, it's not me personally. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good and excited. Um, but it's, it's, you know, folks who have built this into their week, maybe that I'm thinking more about. Yeah. So I, well, I, I hope you guys will understand and, um, 
I'm, I'm sure you'll find other things that you like. But, you know, to, to, to that end, although this is the regular Tuesday show coming to an end, like it's not necessarily the end of everything that we're doing entirely. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, also, you know, we talked about it a little last week, too, that Tubo, you're taking a step back a little bit as well, right? So... Yeah, it all kind of lined up in a weird way where I didn't tell David and James I was retiring from FGC stuff until the week I was doing it. And I have known David had been looking for a new job for, you know, quite some time. And we had already talked about how it might affect the show in different ways or whatever, right. but you know, he didn't tell us until Sunday night at combo breaker that he had for sure gotten the job. And yeah. so this all just kind of lined up in a, in a unfortunate way, or maybe a fortunate way. I don't <laughs> well, necessarily know how to look at it. You know, it was, but yeah, with me stepping away and David not able to participate in the show the same way, it's kind of just how this all came right. together now, and fell apart. I will say this. So obviously we're going to probably do, you know, a nice little close out goodbye show next week yeah. right there may be tears i don't know we'll find out and, and such but uh if you guys have like some of your favorite f the old tuesday show moments let us know on twitter and stuff and we could reminisce. yeah we're in the youtube comments too you know but it's i mean even the week after that i will try to stream on ultra chen tv at the same time i'll try the, everything is open do I create a new Tuesday show? Do I bring in two new people to replace these guys and, and, and find two other people to do this? I don't know. If I do, is it the Tuesday show? Should I rename it to something else, you know, because it's just not the same anymore? Your call, James. Yeah, call, exactly. Call. There's a lot of things out there that, you know, there's a lot of possibilities out there. You know, I've gone through ideas of, you know, changing it to doing different things during the week, but kind of consistently cycling between different ideas, trying to do, maybe I do a solo Chen reaction for two and a half hours where I can actually talk about how crappy 3D platforming is. No, <laughs> you know, I don't know. We'll Take see. That, Keith. Uh, I will definitely continue to see what we can do. But uh, again, this isn't, you know, necessarily. The, and, and obviously, David will still be commentating. You know, he's not disappearing from the yeah. FGC. Neither is Tubo. He's still going to be competing and playing, but he's going to be That'll mostly... Be Rumbleverse guy. <laughs> yeah, also Rumbleverse guy for sure. Lots and lots mm -hmm. and lots of Rumbleverse. That's that's my yeah. shtick. That's my game now. So uh, again, you know, we'll see. If you guys have any ideas on what you would like to see from me in the future, uh, but like I said, I've already started reaching out to different people about different ideas and such. I mean, it's funny because, you know, uh, I think it was uh, Ace King Offsuit even announced at Combo Breaker now that he's having a kid. Like, I think that even That's the Best of Five show. show is, I don't know what's going, what's going to happen to the future of the Best of Five show. So there's definitely a gap here that still needs to be filled, you know, in terms of FGC news and talk shows and stuff. So, like I said, I... We only found out about this at Combo Breaker, which was yeah, a week and two days ago. Yeah. So uh, I will be doing my best to come up with something and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's definitely a lot of changes, but I will still be, as James said, doing regular commentary. I don't expect a change in that. Um, on commentary, I can sort of better uh, uh, 
manage what I say and, and I'm not going to be involved. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be called upon to, you know, critique anything that's outside of the game, right? It's just a kind of different situation. And so the reasons that I'm leaving the Tuesday show aren't, aren't really relevant for that. So I, I love doing that. Not something that I'd, I ever want to stop. Um, I still really enjoy it. I'll still be going to stuff. I already have plans to do some things even just, you know, coming up soonish. Uh, so that's not changing. As far as the job that I'm taking, it's, I'm still going to be a lawyerin. I'll be a lawyerin. Um, so that's and, I mean, and not even. That's a great explanation why you can't critique. I'll be lawyerin, folks. Yeah, <laughs> be a lawyerin. Yeah. As far as exactly what that means, I'll talk more about it next week. Um, but okay. Okay. yeah, I'll be I'll be lawyering and I'll be doing it close to home uh, and with people who I really like and I'm looking forward to working with. So I'm. Mm-hmm. Definitely excited for what we're going to be doing. <laughs> He's going to be doing crimes as just like any lawyer. Yeah, I'll be doing big crimes. <laughs> big crime. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. There's thanks. I appreciate the, the congrats, folks. Um, again, you know, I know it's a big change. It's pretty sudden, dude, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, and, we'll talk about this next week. But yeah. eleven and a half. If you told me when we started, and we'll talk about more of like even where the Tuesday show came from next week and stuff, because I kind of want to go over a little bit okay, of the history yeah. Yeah, and man, stuff we like should, that. We should do all that stuff. Yeah, that but nice. like, if you told me that we would have ended up doing this for eleven and a half years, <laughs> holy crap! There's no way I would have believed you. No way. I'm not aware of any other video game or esports show having lasted as long mm-hmm. and at least having done it like every single week again like 48 to 50 ish weeks per year uh for as long as we've done it i'm pretty proud of that i think that's great yeah absolutely I like that a lot. not bad mm-hmm. not a bad run not a bad run but yeah the said- first episode we ever did maybe we'll take a look at that because that was <laughs> oh god <laughs> not good oh god <laughs> not good <laughs> But yeah, no, I, 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 again, uh, like I said, it's not over, over. We'll see what happens. I will continue to stream at this time, even if it's just me playing KOF or Street Fighter online, uh, you know, after next week. And I will be, like I said, I'm contacting people. Hey, if you are a figurehead in the FGC and you might want your shot on the Tuesday shit. No, you know, I'll be reaching out to people. So for sure. Cool. Well, I mean, we did it. We did do it. After we did it. Keats, honestly, after this conversation, I, 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 I feel like I really do need to try Rumble. If you don't just try like, the damn like, game on Saturday, James, we're going to have problems. You have I, a whole I, 24 hours. We'll see. Whole 24 hours. <laughs> whole 24 hours. Yeah. Like I said, uh, don't worry, guys. We will definitely... We are. De- we will definitely. Well, at least, like I said, I will definitely try to keep some things going and have some talky talk time on uh, on the Tuesdays uh, at this time on Ultra Chen TV uh, on this channel for sure. So, by the way, I'm still planning to stream occasionally. I don't see myself like not wanting to do that at all. Just not in as regular. I'll be streaming so much once Romoverse comes out. You won't be able to get rid of me. <laughs> you are gonna be on <laughs> the ground. Gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, there will probably even if I do start doing something separately, I will definitely be bringing these two guys back every once in a while. You know, if we can, please. so please, you know, you yeah. know uh, we would love to help you out in whatever yeah. way we could. I, yeah. I do think that's a really cool idea, actually. Lotus says, make an email where we can write to you guys about the show and your past with it. Um, I would really like to see that, even if yeah, it's we can make a proton do... mail and just throw it out there. 
I mean, you could just do, do you mind just us giving out the the email that we use? Like, it's not it's anything the ultra that's secret. I, well, I guess it's up to you. I don't have control of that inbox. Matter of fact, yeah, sure, give it away. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what, what do I care? I mean, are just you cool with it, James? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. to me. Uh, just s send an email to ultrachentv at gmail.com. What a secret dude, email. When we, you couldn't when have we, figured it out. Dude, but when we used to email, do mailbag, when we used to do mailbag, we told everybody email ultrachentv at gmail.com. It was never a secret. So. Yeah, I don't really know why we treated it as a secret temporarily. Yeah, but. <laughs> That's why I was confused by the whole thing. I don't know. So. Brock was in my mind about it. I don't know, man. Listen, man, anyway, I don't know what you guys give out. Like I said, it's not my email address. <laughs> anyway, secret info, secret email address, ultrachentv at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. You know, how whether the Tuesday show had any impact on you, that would be just... I don't know. Very heartwarming. Here's your reminder to check the spam inbox yes, for when we look yeah, at yeah, stories because absolutely. some stuff is definitely going to come in as spam. You got it. Cool. All right. All right. Well, unfortunately, sorry That's guys news. to kind of be the bear of bad news, but it is very bittersweet. Like I said, a lot of people here, I mean, everybody here trying to go on and do some bigger, cooler things, uh, you know, out there and continuing to do what we love. That's the important thing. Right. So that's the most important thing. There you go. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for tonight. Thanks again to Keats for coming on and talking with us for a while. Yeah, man, for sure. What about Manscaped? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go to Manscaped. They're I'll... not going to honor our deal anymore because no, they're we're not. So, so yeah. I, I don't maybe know it doesn't that. matter. I totally forgot about that until, like, literally when you mentioned it earlier. Uh, yeah, I, I knew you did. That's why I did it because it was be funny. It was, it was funny. So I'm just going to send them an email and be like, hey, sorry, guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> All are bad. All bad. Something yeah. happened. But thanks for the free stuff. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Yep. Thanks Take care, guys. Everyone. And uh, again, nice. we'll have one more episode next week. So tune email in us. and hopefully we'll be able to read a lot of the things that you guys sent us. There will definitely be lots of tears from that as well. And I kind of want to, you know, it'll be fun to talk about, you know, you know, how much, you know, like Keats in the chat, wake up SRK kind of was kind of the genesis of the show as well and stuff. So, definitely. you know, there'll be a I lot of fun things. To talk time. Yeah. All right. Well, then. Thanks for the sub, King Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, everybody. Uh, you want to bird them? Oh, yeah, that's right. The bird, the bird. Bird them. We, we have to make well, sure. We only got two bird. birds left. Oh, man. There we hey, go. you got it, Steve. <laughs>